Good afternoon, and you're all very welcome here to Meadow GA pitch uh, for the Munster Senior Club Camogie final between Scarif, Ogunlo, Clare, and Drummond Inch of Tipperary. It's a repeat of the 2019 final where Scarif Ogunlo came out on top. However, it's uh, current uh, Drummond Inch are the current Munster champions. You know, they defeated another Clare team, Eineke uh, in the morning, in the 2020 final. And what a record for Clare is their fifth year in a row here in a Munster Senior Club Camogie final. I know uh, have the distinction of the other uh, three finals. I'm joined in core commentary here, as always, by uh, Pat McNamara. And Pat, before we start talking about uh, the Munster Senior Club Camogie final, what a day for East Clare and St. Joseph's uh, Secondary School in Tulla, uh, appearing going to appear in their first dirty, top to hefty cup final with a massive victory over Delisle of Waterford. Oh, the opening game here, Leo, was an absolute thriller, especially from an East Clare point of view, to see Tulla reaching their first hearty final and doing it for like the hard way, having to come from behind in the second half without playing particularly well in the, in the, in the, in the first part of the second half. But my, in the last quarter, they just showed the maturity, uh, how well drilled they were, they didn't panic, that the fence was really, really, really mean and ruthless, and up front they got some wonderful scores. Sean Whittacombe's free-taking was uh, an absolute revelation to, to, to see from all angles. I'd say he missed one from about 12 and that was from about 80 yards uh, but overall and, and, and the atmosphere understands huge Tulla and East Clare following here uh, obviously Tulla school following and East Clare people in general and uh, just the atmosphere excellent but what an, an, an honour for the school to reach their first and uh, uh, to their first Hearty Cup final it's going to be a major occasion there'll be some build up to it but Leo it was just a joy to behold and the celebrations at the end were just, just worth, worth watching alone just to see the joy in everybody's faces and after Covid and everything else today you know Freedom has come to the people of Ireland, but well, certainly freedom has come to East Clare, uh, secondary schools hurling as well. Yeah, and indeed, but the restrictions lifted, and what restrictions that were lifted in Tulla, because I don't think there was any restrictions when they were played, they just uh, tore in, give Benny Gunnar no respect at all, and, you know, great credit due to the <coughs> management of Tomás Kelly, um, Aidan Hart of Gort, and the Banished Door, uh, Terence Fehi, Dara McMahon also there as well. Look at a uh, tremendous main over team, they've got a tremendous tune out of, of these players from St. George's and Tulla, and credit to all, uh, all the players all involved and we wish them the very very best to look in the Hearty Cup final you know they talked about different Hearty Cup finals with 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 with, with Flannans and CBS and these and I tell you a new name added to the, 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 the teams going to take in the part in the final in St. Joseph's and Look at tremendous pet. Tremendous, and what has been a great 2021 or 2022 now, I know, for East Clare hurling in general with uh, with Smith O'Brien's and O'Gunnello and Ian Scarif and all, and all, and all having such a, a major uh, success on the, on the club scene. To see the East Clare Secondary School, Tulla, representing so many East Clare clubs, I won't name them all in case I'd miss one. Uh, I know Christine are in there as well, but uh, Tulla and Bradford and the Mills and um, brought. Uh, Tony Quinn, I think, I'm not sure after that. No, I could be missing a couple, but Vehicle, of course, well represented, I should say. But look at this marvellous, and uh, just to see new names, the excitement a new team brings to a competition when they do well, uh, you know, totally new ground for the followers. And of course, there are girls that won a, a Camogie Munster B Championship there a couple of weeks, or uh, was it a week ago as well? So all things are just hurling and, and Camogie are flying it in Tulla. But look at uh, whoever beats them, and I think it's all school reaching the final, Leo, they will not have to handle against this Tulla team. So well drilled, and as you said, have such fantastic management and coaching. Uh, staff over them as well, lads who will keep them grounded and have them, uh, you know, playing the right kind of hurling for this time of the year and, need, and indeed any time of the year. So, great being over them, 
great squad of players and uh, look at it's something to look forward to but we wish them well in that Munster final but it was a joy just to see uh, that fa- fantastic victory over a very strong De La Salle side here uh, a, f- a few minutes ago yeah and our squad will have a big clear contingent also you know with their, with their player squad so look at we wish them well also however we're turning to the main event here in uh, Mallow today it's the Munster scene of Camogie final between Scalafo Gunlow and Drummond Inch and we're going to give you the line out of both teams we'll give you first of all a Scalafo Gunlow in goals it's Rachel Daly <coughs> Bonnie Wiley Murphy Susan Daly and Alison McGee is the full back line Rachel Minogue Kira Dyle and Susan Vaughan the half back line Abby Walsh Amy Barrett are in the middle of the field in the half forward line it's going to be Jennifer Daly Leisha O'Donnell and Linda Daly with the full forward line of Moraid Scanlon and Ashton Corbett and Alva Rogers making up the starting 15 for Drummond Inch in goals is Cooler Buck Maria Conley Christina Brennan and Emer Cahill is the full back line Aoife McGrath, Maureen Ryan, Neil Tracy, the half-back line, Mary Burke and Everston in the middle of the field, Neve Long, Antoinette Kennedy and Marianne Campion is the half-forward line, with Eamon McGrath, Joanne Ryan and Dee Dunn in the full-forward line. For Mark Kerwin from County Leash, he's the father of Drummond Inch player Noreen Butler, and we offer our condolences to uh, and sympathies to all the Kerwin family. To the game itself, no, and we must say hello to Keen yeah. McNamara and Jack Foley, who are out in Sweden. <coughs> oh, and Chidi out there also. We must wish happy birthday to Anne McGann, and came from Anne Marie McGann, um, not too sure what age, and says she's a quite a young age. Charlie Power, who's uh, cut down with uh, sickness, uh, recovering from an appendix <coughs> operation. Charlie, we wish you well. Uh, we also say hello uh, to Michael McGrath and in, in Scarif and Marion Rogers, who couldn't make the game here today. So we hope wherever you're tuned in here, listen to us on Scarif Radio. We hope Beep. you're going to enjoy our coverage here. Brought you associates with Derp Credit Union and our outside rock has sponsored by Michael Long Construction. Pat, we're looking forward to to the Munster final, Pat, and what a ma- what a marvellous occasion. Uh, Joe, uh, Leo, I just chased my pin that had been borrowed there by somebody. I have it back. Uh, marvellous occasion, massive occasion. You don't get much bigger than a Munster final. We're about two, two minutes from the start, if that. Uh, huge crowd here again. Uh, an awful lot of the hurling crowd have left, but I say quite a number of state as well, and a huge crowd have come in uh, for this Munster final. These two are rivals from two years ago. Uh, that tremendous battle, tremendous battle down there in Limerick. Uh, what name? What pitch was it again? Capamore. Capamore pitch, exactly, and on a horrible enough day, but uh, that never to be forgotten day when uh, when you need to talk the team through with your commentary. It was so exciting, uh, Leo. It's still been mentioned, but look at uh, up against it today, Arscar of Law here on merit, of course, but uh, uh, Drummond Inch three times in a row. Tip champions, plenty of county experience there. The hurt of two years ago will be, I'm sure, being used by them as motivation. Also, having lost to Sarsfields in last year's All Ireland uh, semi final, it was a last year's competition there in December. So, they will be using all those as motivation for them to get uh, to get uh, their hands on a trophy today. But look at Scarafagunlo, they've never let us down in recent times. And look at, we know they're going to give everything today, and it has the makings of a really great one in what is really brilliant conditions for them from the middle of January. And there's changes on the Drummond Inch team before throwing. Ethan McGrath has gone to midfield, Neve Long gone to wing back 
and Everson has gone full forward. Joanne Ryan gone corner with him and McGregor gone out the wing. So I look at but numbers mean nothing as the game is on the Munster final. Dear McCarmen, the Retoras County of Cork throws in the ball and the ball is out in the middle of the BBD for McGregor. Comes to the centre back is Maureen Ryan. Is Scarif a gun in their light blue jersey? The ball blocked out to Linda Daly. Drumming uh, into their green and red jersey. The ball is with Linda. Linda uh, Scarif a gun playing down towards the road goals here in the first half here. The ball is with the captain Murray. It's getting it, but the ball comes out to Neve Tracy. Neve Tracy who played full forward there two years ago. Coming out from a wing back position. Coming up the field. Getting away from Scanlon. Using her football skills. Get the ball out to Miriam. It's Miriam Campion. Campion for Drummond Inch. Being swallowed up there by Murray Scanlon. Being fouled by Murray Scanlon. And Pat, you know, as, as a, a gloomy day here. Perfect day for, for, for our Camogie. You know, he's, he's gone dark, of course. We have a late throw in here. And the three o'clock throw in. But a free for Neve Tracy, Pat. Yeah, free for uh, Look at uh, Linda nearly broke through there. But plenty of uh, Drummond Inch bodies. Uh, just settling down stages. She's gone up the left wing with this. Now, she hasn't gone long. She's found, uh, she's found the wing forward with the ball. She found the ball out to Campion. Campion gives it to Mary Burke. Here comes Mary. Mary into <laughs> and Everson. And gives it into the corner forward. It's D. Dunn. D. Dunn being tackled there by Susan Bohan. Being robbed by Susan Bohan. Comes out to wing out towards Jennifer Daly. Jennifer Daly goes down on the ball. Being challenged by Neve Long. But here's Jennifer Daly. One of the young guns. And the ball goes off the stick of Neve Long. Out over the line. Even Petty from these early stages. Space at a premium. Uh, a good bit of defending there by Susan Vahan uh, Leo she could have rushed into the player and been sidestepped but she hung back waited for the player to just be kind of getting the ball in position and just tapped it away from her on the ground out to Susan Daly who won, who won the line ball so uh, a good sensible defending there by Susan Vahan so what a bonus it is to have her back too considering there's a, a big doubt about her presence here today that line ball from Amy Barrett goes into the middle but who's inside only and Everson back in the pocket uh, playing as kind of the loose player the ball comes down the middle Kira Dial gets out in front she's well been, pulled, uh, been oh. pulled back there by Antoinette Kennedy but the foul is given against Kira Dial. I'm not too sure what on that occasion Dear McCurman the man in the middle and a free for uh, the sharpshooter Ema McGrath Drummond Inch who are defending their Munster Club Championship and here's the first chance for Ema McGrath she has she has been to do cute enough a good free turn brought it brought it well in she's been advised <laughs> by the linesman to go back the referee, trying, the referee is trying to put her back out to the side a bit but look uh, we, she's got the the best of both options, and she's moved into the middle here. This 40 50 metre free should be well within the compass of uh, Eamon McGrath to give Drummond Inch with two minutes gone here in this Monster Senior Club final. And here comes McGrath, she's normally a very, very good striker of a dead ball, and she strikes this one rather well. And there's the first score at the Monster Club final for 2021. It's a first score far off the stick of Eamon McGrath from a, a dead ball, Pat. Yeah, first, and uh, she's a good free taker, as we know, and conditions are good for free taking today. Uh, um, look, it's, it's a first blow to, uh, to, uh, to um, uh, drum an inch, but look, Scarif are going to know. We'll, like, we'll look to get into the attack and see can they set up an old score and just make sure there's no gaps developing in this game at any stage, but particularly on. Yeah, the ball popped out from Rachel. Rachel down to, to Linda Daly, Linda Daly, but the ball comes across. It's the wing back, the wing back, our midfielder, Ethan McGrath. Ethan McGrath going in the wrong direction. Out comes out to Leisha O'Donnell. Leisha tries to get it, she gets it oh. up, but her head pass goes astray. It's robbed by Neve Tressy, the wing back, and she gets the ball out here to Mary Burke. The marauding Mary Burke coming through the middle of the field. Mary could be cut for steps there. Kira Dyle, the centre back, puts up her hand there. She gets the ball out to Amy Barrett. Amy, that's a drop. Here comes Amy. Uh, gets the ball out to Susan Vaughan. Susan won't tank for that pass. But Vaughan does very well. Gets away from Miriam Kempen. Puts the ball down the side towards Scanlon. Scanlon, brilliant touch on Scanlon. And she gets away from Eamon Cahill. Here comes Maureen Scanlon. Maureen Scanlon has been pulled back by Cahill. She's been robbed by the cornerback. The ball goes out over there. It comes down. Amy Barrett being pulled back there by uh, Mary Burke in the middle of the field. Amy gets 
down on it, but the ball is won by Miriam Campion. Linda Daly for Scarafuck on Lull. Susan Vaughan, but it's Mary Buck. Mary Buck coming through. She hand passes the ball down towards Bonnie Wiley Murphy and D. Dunn. Kira Dial and, and the centre back is there, but here comes Linda Daly going back towards her own goals. Bonnie Wiley Murphy picks it up for Scarafuck on Gets the ball out to Abby. Oh, and a high challenge there by D. Dunn. But I tell you, Pat Space, it's going to be, this is going to go to the wire. There's no challenge. Oh. You know, no, it, it, it's hard, but fair. Seriously intense challenge there, but fair play to Amy, Amy um, or Bonnie Wally Murphy, I should say, uh, first of all, to do well to win the tackle there and uh, get the ball inside uh, to the other youngster. So, um, good start by the young players just to make sure nothing developed there in terms of danger. Uh, free now for. Um, Amy Barrett. Amy Barrett puts the ball down the corner to Scanlon. Scanlon puts up the hand, tries to get on it, and she gets away from Cahill. Cahill is tipping off and touching her. Here comes Scanlon. She tries to get her on from Eva McGrath, but she's robbed by Neve Tracy, and Tracy relieves the danger. Out towards the middle of the field. Amy. Amy Barrett gets the ball all over her head, but it comes to Susan Vaughan. Vaughan doesn't drop it. She gets the ball down, but it's down on top of two Tipperary players. It goes into Bob. Ashton Corbett on the edge of the D, trying to make ground. Elva Rogers trying to get up. The goal scorer in the victory over English Cara in the semi final, the ball comes out, Ashton Corbett kicks it out, but it's going to come out, it is uh, Maureen Ryan comes out for Tipperary, Maureen Ryan, the centre-back, gets the ball, but it's going to be robbed by Elva, Elva Rogers going in, and her pass goes straight, also out towards Jennifer Daly, Jennifer Daly, but the ball comes, Aoife McGrath in there, and Nisha O'Donnell is fouled, tremendous play by Nisha O'Donnell, Pat, no set pattern to the game as of yet, Pat. No, the one disappointing thing I see uh, that Mart Maureen Scanlon has done very well on the right wing twice to, to get inside her player. But we know Maureen is way stronger striking off her left. So she's going down, she, she, she's not going to strike it even going down the wing off her right hand side. I think she'd do better around the middle or maybe at the other wing because both times she was kind of robbed there by great defending, it has to be said. But Maureen is so strong off her left hand side. I'd have her striking from that side going down the left wing. But look at it, it's only a small thing and I'm sure the lads know what they're doing. Yeah, he's gone over the same free from Ashton but nails it will back to level picking five minutes gone here in this monster club final Quiva Buck what a goalkeeper this lady is gets the ball she pins it out the far side looking for Ema McGrath Ema gets out in front of Ray to Minogue she gets away from the tackle away to Minogue Ray to trying to get her but the ball comes into the midfield and the ball is there by Amy Barrett going back tracking back into our own half back lane Ray to Minogue gets it up for Scarif Ogunlo gets away from the challenge of Murray Davison gets the ball out towards Jennifer Daly Jennifer Daly and Neve Long Daly gets down over for Scarif Ogunlo and here's Daly coming across the field hits it out to the sister People get players finding how to catch the ball. Here's Linda. Linda gets out in front of Tracy. Gets the ball down in front of Scanlon. Scanlon is out in front of Emma Cahill. She's trying to take on Cahill. She's going to strike off her left hand side. She puts the ball in towards midfielder. Abby Walsh. Here comes Abby. The player who got Scarafogol. Oh, oh, and she fouled. Tremendous play from Abby Walsh. Pat, this lady's turned out to be a tremendous leader. She was she got the point to bring the game uh, to a replay in the Clare scene, a Camogie final. And what a marauding run through the middle from Abby Walsh. Great uh, understanding between Maria and her. Mairead uh, was going down the right wing as I was talking about she, this time she turned in and as you said got the strike off her lip but she instead of striking for goal she saw Abby making a really good run Abby controlled well was tripped upside down and an easy with open the hex on her an easy enough free for Ashling she popped it over yes she Abby, will Ashling Carpet drills it over the way two points for Scarafog on low one point uh, for Drummond Inch two points from the stick of Ashling Carpet and a free a puck out coming from Quiver uh, but Quiver defending the goals here at the road at the, the road in here as we call it here in Mellow good puck out from Buck gets the ball up towards Susan Vaughan and Miriam Campion Vaughan puts up the holly and blocks it down to Linda Daly Linda drives the ball drills it into the corner where it's going to be Christina Brennan and Ashton Corbett it's Brennan 
Brennan who recover from injury to come back into the team for the for the Munster Club campaign. Brennan, the fullback, great clearance from the fullback. There was a fella uh, who's there for Tipperary before Father Peter Brennan, I tell you. A great play by Linda Daly. She gets out in front of Mary Burke. Mary Burke comes in over the top and he's Ashton Corbett and Ashton, Ashton is after running out for the first one. <laughs> she ain't running out to take the free <laughs> on this occasion. Here comes Ashton Corbett. What, an, what a free-taking uh, campaign this woman has had in, the, in this uh, uh, championship campaign you know Neil five points to Leicester down in Inish Scala five frees it's two points to one in favour of Scala Fogunda. the scoreboard has no score up yet for Scala Fogunda. this is 45 metres out 20 metres in from the sideline here comes Ashton a very good striker of the ball and she drills oh, it Gohar and Dresnod three points for Ashton Corbett three points for Scala Fogunda. and Pat that's just the response to Scala Fogunda. what a strike that that didn't veer an inch or left or right. As pure straight as a die that shot. I mean, look at what what a, what a luxury to have in a, uh, a free taker like that. I know she was. I said she wasn't uh, too rushed about it after having thrown out to the corner flag after the last ball that was fed into her. But fair play to Bob recovered and got a super score. What what a what a couple of for scarf to know that they have two top class free takers if required. And uh, that's just look at it's worth its weight in gold really. And I see Dave McKinnon making his way over to the sideline on the far sideline. I'm not too sure is he having a. a Oh yeah, he's telling the subs in fairness him uh, to to sit down in in the bench, on the bench. The bench is there for him. You know, rules and protocols have to be followed. But that ball came off the stick of Mary Buck. Great play from Susan Fahan and and Amy Amy and Amy Barrett in there, uh, trying to keep the pressure on Dominic. It's a line ball for Amy Barrett, the vice captain for Scarif Ogunlo, right here in uh, right in the middle of the field. Here she goes, goes down along the line. It's blocked by Miriam Campton to Linda Daly. Linda Daly goes off the stick of Linda Daly out over the line under pressure from Miriam on the Dominic halfback line. I expect Neve Tracy, the wing back, to come up and take this. And what a year that. Uh, Drummond Inch had coming in the, you know, Scarfo Gunlow had the Monster Club campaign for nearly two, uh, Monster Trophy for nearly two years. Drummond Inch have hardly had it for two months, but they'll be hungry to, to keep it there for another 12 months. Here comes Tracy with his line ball uh, in the daily, and, and Mary Buck can be coming very close to Neve Tracy being put back there by Dear Mercurian. Here comes Tracy. Uh, what's she going to do? Going up along the line. Not a great line ball. Goes straight out right. over the line. Off the stick of, of, of Neil Tracy and Amy Barrett coming over to take this line ball. Uh, not too far up from where the, the original line ball was taken. Indeed, straight out of the, the, the linesman has brought her up. I think they've gained a, a good few metres. <laughs> this broadcast brought you in association with Derek Freda June and the Royal Side broadcast brought to Michael Long Construction. And once again, we say hello to all our listeners here in Scarif Bay. And no matter where, whatever you're tuned in, you know, and the ball comes to Abby Walsh. Abby Walsh tried to get up for Scarif Ogunlo. She's under pressure from Miriam Campion. But Walsh gets down, gets down low for Scarif Ogunlo. Trying to get out for it, gets the ball back. Oh, what a catch by Bonnie Wiley Murphy. Tessa was a ball. Murphy, Wiley Murphy, what play? Who has recovered from, from, from injury to play in this Munster Club final? Missed out on the, on the semi final against Inishka. Linda, Linda Daly. Linda Daly was being held high. He comes to Nisha O'Donnell. Nisha O'Donnell goes to ground. He comes out to Linda. Here comes Linda for Scarafogunda. Push the ball in towards Ashton Corbett. Corbett tries to get on it. She has it in the hand. She has it. It goes down to Jennifer. It's Jennifer Daly. It's pushed in the back. But the ball comes out. Nisha O'Donnell tried to get it. We're 25 metres out. 30 metres out now. Here comes Linda for Scarafogunda. Gets the ball. She tips it in the ground. Only goes as far as her opponent is Tracy. Tracy is coming out for Tipper for Drummond and Tipperary, and she goes to ground rather 
lazy free there, but it was Neve Tracy trying to bring the fight to Scarafogunda. Scarafogunda would be quite happy with this. Uh, they will. I mean, the, the, first of all, they're, they're playing the game in the right part of the field. You know, if there's any, any, any bit of loose uh, swing of a hurley by the backs, they're going to be free in for 30 or 40 yards. They're dominating the game at midfield. Um, you know, Amy Barrett and those doing well. They're Linda Daly is very much involved in the game, Leo, and at some stage she's going to get a clear run. She's been cl close enough to Bronson Twice. They're getting away. Hasn't quite got away, but she's very, very busy on the ball a lot and uh, trying her best to use it as best she can. So Linda is extremely busy in the first uh, few minutes of the game, first 10 minutes. And that's a great free from Quiva, uh, from, yeah, from Quiva, both looking for Miriam, Miriam Campion, up here on the here in front of the stand side. They're being chased, they're being hounded by Abby Walsh. Miriam Campion, and she goes out over the line. But Pat, you know, Abby Walsh, another player who had suffered injury leading into the semi-final, has recovered quite well and doing very well in her, in new, uh, her yeah, her, her new favourite position, Ilana Park. The pure, the, the the maturity of that young player is is, is unbelievable, Leo, and, and and all the young players. But Abby Walsh has just been so cool, so hardworking, does the right things most of the time, gets on the ball, works hard, and uh, just is such a, a fabulous young player. What a start she's had to her Camogie career, and uh, let's hope she can carry it on a step further today again. And that ball from Fielsen for Han goes up along the line, out over the line, five million camping. Where it's, this game is very very tight, and it's been tight here uh, to the sideline here in front of the main in the beautifully appointed uh, Meadow Gia grounds it's a, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be uh, here in, in Meadow and here comes Amy Barra she cuts up along along the line goes off the stick of like it looks like is it uh, and it's like uh, of Mary Buck he's like a kind of Ronan O'Gara has like pinned the ball okay. up along the line and, 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 time, yeah. and make your grounds upstairs Look at, even though it is a series, a very serious occasion, the players are even having a, a, a little joke themselves, maybe about the ball being very close to the line. I see the, Susan Vaughan and, and, and Miriam Campbell. Amy Barrett is usually a great sideline taker, but she's on a really bare patch of ground all in front of the stand for the last three or four she's taken, and she just can't get under him. And again, it's low, and it's gone to the, the wing forward. Uh, and the ball is with Campion. Campion puts it in over the top. Susan Daly goes up, puts up the hand. Who's there? Alison McGee, Dana Robert, not the place to be Dana Robert. Susan Vaughan, is there a chance here? The ball is on the edge of the square. Can they get it out? Does a player gone to ground? Kira died trying to get it out for Scarafagunda. Is this going to be a pushover? Who's going to get it out? They're trying to get it out. The ball breaks out. Dyne tries to get it out for Scarafagunda. He breaks out. Who comes? Gets the ball back out. It comes out to Eva McGrath. Gohar and Dresnorn from the stick of Eva McGrath. Pat Scarafagunda, very lucky there. Alison McGee dropped just, that ball. And I tell you, it was, uh, you know, it could have gone either way. I think they'd be quite lucky and they'd be quite happy to, to come away. They're just conceding a behind, but the ball broke out to Ethan McGrath. Ethan McGrath had no hesitation in putting the ball over the bear. Scarafog under three points, drum an inch two. Yeah, Susan Daly did build to hold off the player and the ball dropped down just behind her, but uh, uh, I think it was Alison McGee went to pick it up and just didn't get the first pick up. And once that happened, uh, the posse of uh, drum and inch girls arrived and there was always a danger of a ball being kicked into the net from what, three, four metres. Uh, Kira was in there making sure it didn't happen and a few others, so it ended up anyway with the point for Drummanish but I think uh, Scarafagunda will take that three points to two 14 minutes gone and uh, you know overall it's, it's been a, a very solid start by Scarafagunda and the game is as we expected Leo tight teak tough absolutely no inches no, there'll be no fancy uh, running through here today I'd say uh, especially early in the game people finding their feet and getting to know each other but uh, these two already know each other quite well and uh, it, it's that kind of game it's going to be close it's going to be tight it's going to be intense and it's not going to be overly free flowing but uh, you know these games are there to be won just like the high scoring ones there's a lot at stake and that's why uh, we're not going to see much loose play 
Yeah, here comes Rachel Daly with the puck out into pucking into whatever breeze she gets it out in law in the pocket. Amy Barrett goes up, but what a catch by Jennifer Daly. Jennifer Daly, the wing forward coming across the you know, what a occasion for four four Daly sisters. Here comes Linda. Linda coming through for Scarif O'Gunlo. She passed the ball into Leisha. Oh, the ball goes over ahead of Leisha O'Donnell. The pass goes astray. Maybe Scarif O'Gunlo could shoot, maybe go a small bit more direct. Getting the ball, but out here comes to Tracy. Tracy gets the ball out. Susan Mahan gets out. He, 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 uh, the centre forward ends the Kindy left fly. He comes to the full forward is Joanne Ryan. The experience Joanne Ryan. She gives it out to Campion. Here comes Campion for Drummond Edge. She's breaking through. Joanne Campion. Miriam Campion going through. She's held up by Bonnie Wiley Murphy. Gets the ball back to Antoinette Kennedy. And a free Brilliant. in for Drummond Edge. And a free in, a free given away there. A foul by Bonnie Wiley Murphy. But Pat, Miriam Campion was lighting with intent. And Scarafa Gundo have to beware. You know, once that ball was turned over, in, uh, you know, turned over from the above in their own half forward line, you know, they've been guilty of a bit of sloppy play. Pat is going astray. Yeah. Here's a chance for Ema McGrath. Passes going astray in the Scarif half forward line there two or three times in the game now. You know, you've got to get it A1 or else if you think it's not going to work and there's a crowd around when you're giving the pass, it's not going to go to hand. Strike it in. You have Elva inside and you have uh, Ashley Corbett inside. You know, maybe just strike it in there. Lin- Lin- Linda Daly, very much involved again. Just gave the hand pass. It just didn't make its target. And uh, they came up the field with a fabulous move in fairness to them and uh, they got the equaliser now. And that's a free from Ema McGrath. And Ema McGrath is not going to miss chances like that. We're at the water break. Pets, Drummond Inch, three points. Scarif O'Gunlo, three points. Well, sure, you couldn't ask for uh, the, the tighter score, three all, uh, low scoring. Um, Scarif O'Gunlo probably have had slightly most of the play. Um, the defence looked comfortable for a lot of it, but uh, Drummond Inch will come back there with two points, one from play, one from a free, and uh, it just goes to show that these two teams are so close, Leo, and uh, it's going to come down to be either a bit of inspiration or maybe, you know, we hate to say a mistake, you know, but there's going to be very little separating them. Uh, goals should be hard to come by there, you'd imagine, in this game, because Defences are sort of lording at the moment. And uh, just I think there's also uh, the, the factor on the players are a little bit tense. Not maybe a lot of the skillful players aren't playing at their best because when there's so much at stake, a Munster final in senior camogie is a massive, massive thing. But with good conditions, you'll be hoping the game will open up a bit more. And, you know, you will hope that players who have the skill and have the, the ability to run and strike the ball well will we'll just come into it and we'll see a bit more scoring, and I suppose particularly from blue, the blue side. And, but, Pat, looking at that, you know, Scarif dominated maybe position stakes and they'd be disappointed to come into the water break that they conceded those last two scores. They will, because they, they were comfortable enough with the 3-1 and uh, looking to be on top and you know Ashling was nailing the freeze and Marit Scanlon was winning her ball going in I still think she's a throng so I had to feel myself she'd be way more comfortable on the left hand side but again the lads the lads know exactly what they're doing I'm sure and uh, we'll see the, the full reason for a jet but um, you know they're all working hard but uh, again they, they could have conceded a goal there with that with that uh, incident about a couple of minutes ago the ball was on the inside in the square on the ground looked like it might be, be, be tapping or kicking goal but they all gathered round it and uh, they saved the day for uh, so to keep the, the score level so all to play for uh, we're just about ready to start the second uh, water break I'm just wondering Leo speaking of water breaks will we soon be able to with all the other restrictions being removed will we soon be, an, uh, be seeing an end to the to the Sosishka what do you think uh, yeah, I, would, I, I would like to see an end to the Sosishka yeah, but here we have we, we wouldn't like to see an end to this game too early but anyway the puck out comes from Rachel Rachel looks for dinner this is the, is there, looks for her sister Jennifer uh, uh, Linda Daly gone in centre forward in a switch with Leisha O'Donnell here the ball is over on the far <coughs> side of the field and who comes it Linda Daly Daly gets the ball across it comes to Leisha O'Donnell O'Donnell coming across in front of maybe taking the ball here comes Linda Daly Linda Daly is robbed by Neil Tracy ball back to Susan Vaughan Susan Vaughan drills, no us, uh, drills one. this one in towards Elva Elva Rogers, the goal scorer in the Munster semi-final and she's gone she's going in here comes Elva oh and she's been pulled back Elva Rogers, a shot great save by Quiva Buck 
Oh, great save. That's the, the, the top class goalie, but I think Elva, maybe Jamie Kirwan could have given her a free mm. in, but look, she's still there. Maria Scanlon trying to get up, but as such as the class of that goalie, Burke, you're not going to score much in that lady. The ball comes out to Scanlon. Scanlon going out the field. He's going to have a shot of her left hand side. A shot going across, and he's at Creva Burke, the goalkeeper. This is the Tipperary senior goalkeeper, and she drills this one out low, out towards Miriam Campion. Campion gone back deep from her wing forward position. And she goes into what a block down by Abby Walsh. Abby Walsh in the daily in to help out. And the ball comes out. It's Mary Burke. And she clears this ball up. It's going to come into Susan Vahan. Susan Vahan and Antoinette Kennedy. Vahan drills it back down the line again. Oh, and up goes to Emerson. And the ball comes off for Hurley. But I tell you, Pat, it's all action. But look oh, at what is a great there. run from Alva Rogers. Probably I but thought Jamal Kirwan was going to give the free. He gave the advantage, but a brilliant save from Quiver Buck. But Lee, I didn't see his hand going up. She, she was pulled up uh, just as before she started her run. She ran about 13, maybe 15 metres from the left hand side. Uh, had to strike it a little bit too far out. Now, in fairness, it was very good tight defending, but I thought it was a little pull back on her initially. The hand should have gone up, and he should have given the free after the goal was saved, after the shot was saved, because no more than three or four seconds had passed between the two, the two events. Yeah, and the line ball taken by Amy Barrett. We're here in the wing back position here as Scarif Gunlow praying down towards the road goals. Who's going to come out with this one? Lee Shardanan trying to get for Scarif Gunlow. Aoife McGrath, the Tipperary player, is in there. Neve Tracy, who also? Amy Barrett has it for Scarif Gunlow. And Barrett gets the ball into her hand. She hits the ball directly across towards Elva. Elva and Maria Conley. Can Elva get the ball up? Conley is a sticky cor cornerback. And she does very well as she robs Elva Rogers on that occasion. Gets the ball up towards Eamon McGrath. McGrath and Rachel Minow. Great control from McGrath. McGrath trying to get away from Rachel Minogue. Not an easy task. Gets the ball. Elva Rogers. What work rate from Rogers. And she's well fouled. That's tremendous play from Elva Rogers. Patrick oh, she, came, she had to run out there 55 metres from her goalie after having two involvements in the game really, you know, recently when she would have been tired. Out 40, 48, 50 metres out. Fighting for that ball and winning a great free. Um, yeah, look at the work rate. Is, look at you can't question the work rate of either side in fairness. And in fairness, I think the referee isn't doing a bad job at all. I mean, he's, he's letting most most of what should be going going and here's a, a tough enough free offer Ashling. we know she has the distance but this is just this is no gimme by any means 50 metres out Ashling Corbett no and shot, it tails out to the left hand <coughs> side she had the distance but not the accuracy and the score remains Scarra Fogunda uh, three Colini Drummondinch three Colini uh, fresh and then a puck of Quiva Buck and Cool Boyle uh, Drummondinch great puck out from uh, gets the ball out towards Susan Vahan Susan Vahan and, and Anthony Kennedy Kira Dyle the centre back comes across for Scarra Fogunda gets the ball to Susan Vahan and drills it up towards uh, Tracy but she's beaten into it by Nisha O'Donnell O'Donnell working hard and it comes out to Linda Daly Daly is here we're right and the ball breaks out it comes out to Maureen right Maureen Ryan the centre back she delivers the ball up towards Susan Vahan Vahan puts up uh, her hand one handed gets it away gets the ball out to Bonnie Wiley Bonnie lets it go but Susan has it for Scarra Fogunlo. she gets the ball back to Kira Dyle Kira Dyle the centre back drills the ball up the corner oh and a late challenge on Kira Dyle She's gone down, a head injury, a head, line, a fl line a flying hurley into the head for Kira Dial, and she's gone down. Dearmer Kirwan hasn't seen it. I would imagine there could be a small price to pay. Ah, oh, Dearmer, 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 Dearmer. I know you have to look at the player and, you know... He got two things wrong he there. He got four things wrong there, You've in fairness. But Kira Dial, let go and see could they score, and then come back and check the, the, the injury and, and, there was and a, Ryan's man. There was yeah. a late challenge from Anthony Kennedy on, on the follow-through, but he should mm. have blown up early. Now he's going to be given a throw-in or an indirect free yeah. when Amy Barrett had a chance 40 metres out. But, uh, you know, good play from the centre-back, Pat. 
Uh, what a good play, yeah. Look at, look at, look at, look at bo- bo- both half-back lines are probably, you know, on top in the game in, in general, but uh, Susan Vaughan is an absolute magnet for the ball, didn't she? And uh, in fairness there, twice she, she went to that, that play, brought down a high one, first of all, went ahead and uh, won the second ball again, and then Kira came into it and did a, lo- a lovely ball, and Murray Scallon, it t- was actually a great ball, in number over Murray Scallon and the cornerback's head, and it was going to be Murray's run to, to see what had happened, and then uh, the late tackle on Kira now. I think he should no, have. I suppose we, 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 look we, 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 he may not have seen the late tackle and he just let play go and then someone told him about the late tackle or other or the injury. Look, so we look, can't we'll, criticise we'll the referee. He, 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 yeah. he was following the flight mm. of the ball, to be fair. But he's an indirect he's, free. He's indirect, I'd say. He's an indirect yeah. free. So uh, Amy Ballard can't take this one, but I'm not too sure what's happening. Does, does, no does no one go on too close to the goals anyway? So I don't expect. Well, Bob is out in the 65 and she will be able to put it over if she gets it. No, yeah, I thought they were going to give her the pass, but they've dropped it into Elva. Oh, Elva Rogers! A shot! Oh, a brilliant save from Buck. A top-class save from the Drummondins. Cool ball at Quiver Buck. She has kept Drummondins in the game with two outstanding saves. The what a score from oh, the yeah. stick of Elva Rogers. Well, I'll first of all mention the catch and the shot, Leo, because they were absolutely brilliant from Elva. No, the save from Quiver Buck. Outstanding to get her over the bar. Should have been a goal. It would have been a goal and a super goal for Elva. But what a score to get. Four points to three. Low scoring game. That's a brilliant score. Elva showing how dangerous she's in there. And, the, you know, it'll keep them on their toes in there. No, they have to watch her and maybe give a bit of freedom to to, to Maraid or somebody else to do a bit of damage. But here's D Dunn, D Dunn breaking down for, for uh, Drummond Inch, right, we're on the half-back line, he comes out, it's, more, it's Joanne, Joanne Ryan, Joanne flicks it out to Miriam Campion, are we going to get an equaliser? Campion sells the dummy, she sells the dummy, but it goes out to the right-hand side and gone wide, but tremendous play there, good challenge from Bonnie Wiley Murphy. Yeah. Great, a great understanding between uh, Joanne Ryan and Miriam Campion. That's the second time Ryan has flicked the ball out to her. The second time she's been loose enough on that occasion she put it wide. But uh, Joanne Ryan showing all her experience here. Ground shots, Leo, finding a player 10, 15 metres away into space. You know, ground shots still as a place in Cogan Hurling. And the ball poked out. Comes out to Linda Daly. Linda Daly now is in, in leading the attack. Comes out to Jennifer Daly. But it's Maureen Ryan who lets fly in the ground ball. Comes to Rachel Minogue. Rachel over the wing back. Goes off her hand with the help of Ema McGrath. And Pat, you know, both teams know one another quite well. Played the Munster final two years ago. Drummond Inch, the current Munster champions, beat Ina Kilimona in the Munster final, who Scarif are defeated in the Clare semi final. So there was never going to be much between these two no, teams. No, and it's exactly that's the way it's panning out. And, you know, the game is even enough. I'd say Scarif are have slightly the better of it, maybe slightly more ball up around their half forward line. But as I said, both sets of backs are still on top. I mean, there's, there's, there's scores threatening. And apart from Elva there and one, uh, and one or two other scores, you know, most of the time it's been dealt with by the backs and the goalkeepers, uh, particularly by uh, Quiva Bork, uh, that brilliant save she made from. And Alvin Rogers' outstanding effort. And a shot from Joanne Ryan, and Joanne finds the sanctuary of the inline. And Dominic may be beginning to get a small bit of foothold in the middle of the field here in this Monster Club final as the gloom, the darkness begins to descend on, on Mello and Rachel Daly. Just on, on that, I'd have left Linda Daly on the wing because I thought she was flying in the wing. Uh, in, she's going to be caught up for space inside. She's not maybe that strong, physically strong of a player. So. I thought she was doing well in the wing and it's a pity to have moved her from her, but look at the game, we'll see, we'll see how that pans out. And it's Susan Daly, Susan Daly gets out ahead of N. Everston and Daly the, the, gets the ball out to Bonnie. Oh, oh. and Dermot, Dermot, I, I think a, a bit of a mistake there from Dermot. There was a foul hand pass, there's no doubt about that, but I'm not too sure what, what he's going to do. Is he going to throw it in? If Susan Daly did get a flick back, uh, but, but is he going to give a free in for the, th- for the throw? I would That's say what he, he looked I, at, I, first of all. Like the first decision was the free uh, for the throw ball, there's no doubt about that. And But then there was a hit injury, a follow through, which seems to be a, a kind of a style, apart from the play that Drummond Inch have, they seem to be, uh, follow, like, you know, they're wholehearted in their tackles, they're following through. But is he, what's, he, what's he going to do? He's blown up for the hit injury, he's given it for the foul hand pass, it looks like. So it's Eamon McGrath. Yeah. 
is waiting uh, to take the free yet, sir. He's waiting to take, I'd the, imagine. He's waiting to take the free, or is she? She's gone, in, gone back in full forward. There's no signal from him. No, it looks throw like in. he's, no, he's gone thrown in for the foul. The, uh, the pullback, <coughs> I would say. It was originally a, a, a throw ball by Susan Daly. No getting away from that, but there was a, a follow, a, a follow, a, a swing back, and that's where he's given the throw in. And, but in fairness, he gave clear direction to the players there on that occasion. Kira Dial and D. Dunn going in for this throw, throw in here. We're gone 25 minutes in the Monster Club final. This Galafogundo in the sympathy by Colleen Wall. Dial and D. Dunn. Dial kicks the ball out to, to Abby Walsh. Abby Walsh goes to ground. Dial has it for Galafogundo right here in front of the stand side. She's going back. She gets the ball back to Rachel Minogue. Minogue drives it down the field. Her father, Pet, was involved in the management team when they won the Monster Club two years ago under Jim Minogue. Maureen Ryan. Maureen Ryan is playing around with it. Maureen Ryan is robbed by Linda Daly. But it comes to Emer Cahill. Emer is fouled by Maureen Scanlon. A push into the back by uh, Moraden, lazy tackle by Moraden, brings the pressure back uh, for Drummond Inch and Neve Tracy on her own 45 metre line. Is she going to go across the field? She's looking for uh, Ema McGregor. Ema McGregor, oh, a brilliant uh, block down there by Minogue. Rachel Minogue, her, her uncle John, Captain Clare, when the one day rocked us it. Out to Keogh, oh, by Dyle. Dyle gets the hand pass out. Oh, dropped the hurley. And she dropped the hurley free. She said the fault that Holly was pulled out of her hand, but Dear McCurvin is very close to the action. I thought she dropped him myself, Pat. I think she looked like she dropped him, but I'm sure she'll tell us afterwards. Not at all, it was tugged over her hand, unmercifully, unmercifully but uh, either it's a free in from, well, it's not, when I say in, it's just inside, well, it's seven eight yards inside the half, I suppose, and the left-hand side for Eamon McGrath. I suppose, Leo, she probably has this distance, has she? She has, but this is going to be a dangerous one. I would say Rachel Daly would be well advised to get people back on the line here because this is going to yeah. be on, in and around the Carnoiga in my book. Eamon McGrath is a tremendous striker of a dead ball. I'd say I would be, if I was the goalkeeper, I'd be keeping a very close eye on this one. And here comes McGrath. No need to keep a close eye on it oh, when it goes straight and through like that. Pet, she'd have only for the next was there. He would have gone another 25 metres. Super four points strike. all in the Munster Club final. Scarif Agunlo, four points. Drum an inch, four points. Ball, because he, has, he, he, he could be, it could have been um, Bob striking it. was as good as Bob's first, or was the first, second free she took there. That beautiful strike, uh, great free from him, McGrath. And uh, as you'd expect, she pops it over. So, uh, look like the game is going to depend an awful lot on the free taken. Leo, there's very little fluency in terms of free uh, scores from play. Players just can't get going to open it up. Even though conditions are good, you'd imagine they might be able to contribute more. But uh, I think the tension is getting the players too. Everybody's afraid to make a mistake. There's nobody, you know, doing fancy flicks or, or kind of taking on this massive solo runs and, and throwing long hand passes. I think they're just all keeping it tight enough. And a lot of long strikers from the Scarlet defence lately, you know, the long strikes aren't really paying off for them, Leo. So, you know, building up through the middle is the best way we know, but uh, conditions are cool enough too. So it's just hard. It's a hard, tough game, and you're up against a strong opposition. Both sides are up against good oppositions, and uh, it's limiting both of them. But it's a fantastic look at it. It's still a fascinating match to watch. It's a, it's a, it's a cat and mouse game, and it's fascinating to watch. What a and free. the cat and mouse game is Ashton Corbett's free drops onto the twenty onto the twenty meter line. Neve Tracy goes to the ground. Who's going to come out with this one? We're on the in the on the on the twenty one meter line, fourteen meter line. Murray Scanlon trying to get for Scarafogunlo. Lee Shardanlo trying to go down the ground. She has her hit. She's like a, a, a fox trying to get into get into a ball. It's Murray Scanlon. Murray Scanlon, but it's for McGrath, David Drummond Inch, captain, the Tipperary senior player. She gets the ball up to Campion. Campion is marauding all over the field. She gets this ball down to where her direct opponent is Susan Vaughan. Susan drops it, where Bonnie Wiley Murphy comes in. Ema McGrath comes in for Drummond Inch. But it comes to Susan Vaughan. First Carabagunlo gets the ball out towards the middle of the field. Out towards Amy. Amy Barrett going across the field. She hits it towards Leisha O'Donnell. Leisha, she turns Neve Tracy on that occasion. Here comes Leisha trying to take on Neve Tracy. 
Not an easy thing to do. She gets a good low ball in. In towards Bob, but Christine Brennan does well. The full back does excellently for Drummondage. She's coming out, but she's brought by Ashton Corbett. We're down in the corner, right in the very corner. Brennan does well. Does she clear it out over the line? No, it doesn't. It stays in play. Abby Walsh, and oh, it goes well, off okay. the line, off Abby. the stick of Mary Burke, out over the line. Oh, no, line yeah. ball for Scarafa Gundo. We're 29 minutes gone here in the first half of the Munster Club final. Where, as we started, it's level pegging. Four pints for Drummond Inch, four pints for Scarafa Gundo. Amy Bella with the line ball. Not a great line ball. Gets it in. It comes into Leisha. Leisha is robbed. The ball comes out towards Susan Vaughan. Susan Vaughan blocks it down towards Rachel Minogue. Rachel Minogue indeed done. The ball comes into Bonnie Wiley Murphy. Bonnie Wiley Murphy letting fly with it. Susan Vaughan. Rachel Minogue gets there for Scarfa Gunnar. She's playing well. Gets the ball across towards Elva. Elva and the cornerback is Connolly. Connolly is coming out. Elva Rogers goes to ground. She's pushed on the back. Tremendous play from the young player of, of Elva Rogers. Turned her player Christine Connolly. Ethan McGrath came in from behind. A chance for Ashton Corbett to put Scarfa Gunnar back in the lead. Patrick yeah. A good tough passage to play there with a timber flying there on the ground as they pulled uh, around the midfield there on both sides. And uh, good again, Alva Rogers, you know, showing the surety beyond her years there to win the free. Uh, Susan, Susan Vaughan Leo, uh, as it, she's a magnet for the ball, she just gets that ball so many times again. Rachel Benoka switch wings, I think. Yeah, she's got to switch wings. Uh, she's over on this wing now. She was, no, she's gone back again. She was over on this wing for a couple of minutes there, but she's gone back to her original left hand back and position. Oh, but misses this one. She seemed to rush that one. And it's gone out to the right-hand side and gone wide as we look at it in a Pokemon for Viva Burke. And who comes out? He's, he's going looking for the midfielder. The midfielder goes over the head. Kira Dial for Scarafog and goes back. Now taking up a wing-back position as she marks up uh, Miriam Campion. Campion, who had been causing a bit of problem, has been moving around the pitch. Now being picked up by Kira Dial, who's playing at wing-back in a switch with, with, with Susan Vaughan. Elva Rogers trying to get the ball up here. We're on the field. Eva McGrath trying to get up for Drummond Inch. She's been pulled back there and being fouled by Jennifer Daly. And referee uh, Dermot Kerwin gave the advantage but being pulled back we're in the dying, mo dying moments here of the Cadla uh, here in this Munster Senior Club Camogie final and a free who's going to take this is Quiver Buck to Coolbara come on Igdolomak Nielsi Aoife uh, McGray Igdolomak Aaron Pucks here Aaron Townshin Leo would be hoping that Scarif are going to do either stay uh, you know level or impossibly ahead with a minute or two left in the half because uh, just that psychological never going to point out wouldn't be great it's on the 20 metre line now and the ball breaks out and here comes Minogue Minogue and oh, there oh. goes yeah, we've said it a few times, it's as we expected, a tough, tight game, two top-class teams, two really good teams, you know, two of the best teams in Munster, uh, going hammer and tongs at it, uh, no fancy stuff, no frills, Leo, it's hard tackling, it's uh, swarm tackling, it's, uh, you know, survive, you know, <laughs> hit or be hit, and uh, very little loose play, and, uh, you know, uh, it'll be free-taking vital, Ashling has missed one there, uh, which you normally would not miss, but look at every free-taker is entitled to a miss, I always say that, I couldn't take frees myself, so you always have to say that over a game, if, if somebody's popping over seven or eight frees from play and they miss one, what can you say to them, it's, it, you know, uh, it's, it's so easy for, for a free to go around between picking it up and everything else, but, Look at uh, all to play for. The game isn't won or lost yet, and uh, I think that at halftime, the the, the the tactics men will be really, ta you know, having have, have an, a look at what they can do because someone needs to get a bit of space uh, up front uh, for Scarlett. For good, obviously, from our point of view, would need to get just try and work a bit of space and get that ball in a little bit faster. And uh, if you're not getting in faster, then try and work it through the middle. But uh, the tackling is hardly or so. It's a tough, tough game, very, very fascinating game, uh, and uh, all to play for in the second half. So just all look forward to, play to that for. now. And of course, Pat, as we see, Quiver Bok, the drumming inch goalie going in. 
How important are her two saves going to be at the conclusion of this match? Absolutely, Scott. If I'm going to, you could say had slightly the better to play at, at, at that stage. Uh, the save from uh, the two saves actually. The, four, the save she put over the bar was unbelievable save. But uh, yeah, uh, Alvaro Rogers' other chance. Uh, we thought it was a free in that time. But look at this only matter of opinion. We're up here in the stand and uh, look at. Uh, we won't talk about the referee. Everything is going all right in that front. We're happy enough with his decision making. And uh, uh, you know. Because some teams need a some team will need a break here, and uh, we'll be going in out to the second water break after another 20 25 minutes uh, from now. And I'd say there'll be still only a point or two in it at that stage as well. So it's whoever finishes the, the best in this game, Leo, and whoever has the self belief to go forward and maybe just get a break and tap over maybe two or three points and play just to lift the, lift the, lift their side. Uh, but at the moment, it's a, a battle of free taking and uh, it's level. Yeah, and indeed, we must also say hello to Kitty Dillon and Mary Rogers who are listening there intently in Scarab today. And with that, we're going to take a break here from Mellow GA Club here at halftime in the Munster Senior Club. Uh, Camogie final here in, uh, from our broadcast in association with Derek Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction. It's parity. It's as we started. Scarab are going to love four points, Drummond Inch four points, and it's back to the studio. And you're very welcome back, uh, very welcome back here to Manager Cup for the second half of the Munster Senior Club Camogie final. And just as you come back, you might have heard the roars there as Scarafog Grunow in their light blue jerseys and uh, dark blue skirts make their way back onto the pitch here for the second half of the Munster final against Roman Inch, who've yet to make an appearance. Before we, we start off the second half, we say hello to Ann Rogers, sorry, and to her brother who's listening in all the way up there in Kintarman County Galway. It's uh, uh, Pat Dolan. And, we go from Pat Dolan uh, to Pat McNamara. Pat Scarafogunla out. They seem to mean they mean business out very, very early. Drummond Inch using all their experience, maybe staying inside. I see Ashton Carwood has gone to number 11. It looks like far. Yeah, uh, like gone to full forward, Pat. That's an unusual move. No one didn't expect, but they must have, think, they must have seen that uh, Maureen Ryan has maybe been strong and dominant there around the centre back area. For The, the, the um, Drummond Inch half back line has been sort of. Maybe physically dominant. Maria Scanlon was, was was showing promise early on in the corner there when the ball would break into her. But uh, Linda Daly is trying to break through a few times, was caught just at the last second or you know, couldn't burst through. So here comes Roman Inch now. Look at it, it's a game. You couldn't call it at the moment. These two teams, there isn't there is not literally a puck of the ball between them, Leo. Uh, I suppose whoever gets a break or whoever maybe just gets a, a referee decision or whoever, you know, maybe makes makes the most of a mistake on half of the opposition. Very hard to call it. Of course we want to call it in favour of Scarfagunlo. And we know what they how they can finish games. We know the confidence they have and the assuredness and the mental strength they have as well. So it's a question of putting all that into practice now or into play and using it and uh, just using the ball wisely and fight like tigers and just get those breaks. But they will need, you know, maybe an improvement in the general forward play uh, I suppose Drummond could say the same thing they have been scoring freely either so look at it's a tough one look at we'll be hoping we'll, look at, we'll, we'll take a quarter by quarter Leo and we'll be hoping Scarafogunlo are either level or ahead by the, by, the, by, the, by, the, by the next break and if not if they're a point or two down we, we still feel confident they can do it but um the main thing is not to let anyone dominate this, let the Manish dominate this quarter and maybe pull the three or four ahead because I say four points of a lead in a game like this would be massive so uh, but I look at They've done it before, Leo, and they're well capable of doing it again. Let's, let's, let's be honest about it. Yeah, and Dermot Kerr, when letting all the, the, the Metro Fish, the other fish, club officials off the field, the second half is on. The ball is with Amy Barrett in the middle of the field. She's robbed. But it's out know, to Ashley Corbett. Ashley Corbett <coughs> for Scarif Ogunlo. Soloing through for Scarif. She gets a great pass off to Jennifer Day. Oh, it was a, but a high 
not a high challenge in reality for McGrath had was plenty fairly well entitled to go for the ball Gina Fontaine won't take less than trouble for that high looping pass and Aoife McGrath all she saw was slitter she was well entitled to go for the ball uh, hand, sore hand and a, a cold day though Leo was, is, you know, injuries kind of well is, is she holding her ankle as well did actually her ankle I'd say yeah, I, th- I thought she got a tap of the hand as well yeah, yeah no doubt, but, but um, no, no the pass was a bit high alright from Ashling, but uh you certainly want uh, Jennifer Daly to be okay, uh, one of the great movers on the team in that middle, third or half-forward area. Um, girl was played most for hurling, I've seen her at midfield, and maybe, I don't know if she's in the game as much as wing forward either, Leo, so you'd be wondering, was there, was there maybe an opportunity to get her out in the middle where she's used to? I think that's where she's been very involved in games uh, in the last couple of years, so Scarif Gunlow, and maybe you're slightly more restricted in, in, in the supply of ball to get her wing forward, but uh, the most important thing now yeah, is that role, she's well. The role she plays, Pat, is kind of wing forward come midfield, maybe, yeah. so maybe they'd be hoping that you know her, her athleticism will come out and win ball but she's up again uh, no less an opponent than the Tipperary uh, uh, Ethan McGrath Tipperary player, a, a very experienced and good quality player Dear McCleaver in fairness taking the time Linda Linda, like any good sister uh, questioning the referee <laughs> you know just to check in the, the whereabouts of, of her uh, her four uh, uh, Jennifer, and Jennifer now, what's the decision Leo I didn't see his hand make I'm, any I'm, I'm not too signal sure he's going to over check him with Linda now I would say there could be uh, maybe he is didn't blow a, for a free would, would it be jewellery maybe I think there could be a little problem oh, with jewellery maybe is this new rule is in this is that in as of yet Pat this jewellery rule I'm not too sure don't know Leo it's going to concern knows anyway Pat but my, anyway, look my limited amount of knowledge of jewellery now it doesn't, go, it doesn't go to knowing the rules of Camogie with regard to jewellery anyway but the ball is here Amy Barrett trying to get it up Linda De- or Jennifer Daly trying to get up Abby Walsh trying to get up we are in the very early stages here of this second half we just you know he stopped it he's like a rock in the middle who's going to come out with it it is he comes out to Mary Buck Mary Buck gives it out to the wing forward Neve Long who gives it out to Susan Vaughan and Vaughan just drives the ball into the corner to Scanlon Scanlon and Emer Cahill has she a run on, on Emer Cahill here comes Scanlon turns off her left a shot from Scanlon oh and it's not oh I tell you she's my player of the match so far it's his goalkeeper that was a dangerous ball mm. and she gets she you know she gets the ball out to Tressy Quiva Burke the ball comes down between Quiva Dial and, and Miriam Campion and I'm not too sure uh, he's I'm Cracked. not too sure what the Ridiculous. free was for there I'm not too sure but Pat what a dangerous ball coming under the bear Quiva Burke again top class keeper now a chance for uh, Drummond Inch to go maybe go into the lead here a 60 metre free and you know such is the power and the strike of this player Irma McGrath Irma McGrath not beyond her compass Pat. no it's not and she struck the last one we saw extremely well but it was a bit nearer nearer right now this is one of these dangerous ones again under the crossbar Leo I hope they're guarding the the two posts there I think they are I think uh, Rachel Daly has some more to each side of her because this could drop just about short and maybe sneak in under the crossbar by a post if it doesn't this, go over. This is, this is a dangerous one. And tis lobbing, and tis lobbing down. Oh, Ooh. and I tell you, Joanne Ryan was lighting it in and Alison McGee had let her off. <laughs> he has given the square ball. I can't understand it. Why Dermot Kelleher, or Dermot Kelleher, just doesn't was allow a, a puck out. The free scene, the, yeah. You know, I, I, it's, it's one that bemuses me, and I've didn't go as myself once or twice, and it was one that always bemuses me. More why, than once or why, twice, Leo. Why, why give a, a free out? Winter was a square, you know, the ball strike in the free though, But she pucks the ball out, out to Kira Dial and Jennifer Daly. Daly oh. is robbed. She's robbed there by Anne Everston. Everston, she throws the ball in, in towards the centre forward, Annette Kin- Kennedy. But Susan Daly, the centre back, comes out for Scarafa Gunlow. Oh, she clears the ball out the middle, not the greatest clearance. Uh, but Susan Vaughan, oh, Susan Vaughan is pushed in the back. 
leg kick continues. We're on the edge of the D here. Who's going to come up with this one? Susan Vaughan has it, and then he decides to throw it in. Damn it, I'm not too sure. Was uh, Scarif going to We'll be look, looking to get away with it there. But an inch coming in with a big press here at the start why does of the second half. Why does it throw in there, Leo? While I, I'll say it again, and I, I don't want to be a harbour, a lot of labour in the point too much, but, you know, the, the last ball Maria Scanlon got was a good ball in, but she had to turn inwards in to hit it, kind of. She was going, she, she couldn't go around to a player and skin her life. She had to turn into the traffic, and that's why I just dropped short, and Quiverbrook controlled it brilliant the crossbar. But I just got the feel that if, if Barret had that ball got up the left-hand wing and got inside her player at all, she was going to go all the way and either bury it or tap it over. She has to turn in, you see, and that's turning into traffic. So uh, it's just a bugbear of mine at the moment because we know we know how strong she is off that left-hand side. She's one of the best strikers of a Camogie ball in the country off her left. Yeah, and to throw in just outside the D here by Dean McKeown. Susan Vaughan tries to get it. comes in to Amy Barrett. Amy doesn't get it up. Susan trying to get up for Scarafagundo. Indeed, Susan Vaughan goes out. She's being bottled up by the drum and inch attack. And it comes out to Joanne Ryan. Joanne Ryan. Joanne Ryan takes it. Went one or two well steps. But it's robbed by Amy. Amy Barrett is fouled by Mary Burke. And great play by Good Amy Barrett. By Amy, yeah. Arrest the siege there. And Amy has picked up an injury there as well Susan Vaha now going taking this free for Scarafogunlo on her own 45 metre line Scarafogunlo defending the goals here at the road end here in the second half Susan Vaha who is she going to hit I'd say it'll go in towards Alva. She hits the ball over Jennifer Daly's head. It goes in and comes in and she's the one player you want is Alva. Alva goes to ground. She's helped. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Ashton Carver trying to get there. Leisha O'Donnell. Leisha goes to ground. She has it for Scarafogunlo. Here's Leisha O'Donnell. She's being pulled back. Great play by O'Donnell. She went right. down. Leisha Hinchy O'Donnell, her mother once said, but it's like and then getting up after receiving com- communion or something, but she went down to ground and got her up and took on the challenge, but being pulled back by uh, Aoife McGrath, a free in for Ashton Corbett, a 40 metre free, a vital free. Can this put Scarif Ogunlo back into the ascendancy? It's four points all here, uh, six minutes gone here in this second half. Here comes Ashton. Ashton, she strikes this one, she strikes it rather well. It's Gohar and now and it's Garifogunlo 5, from an inch 4, Pat. I'm really glad for Ashton. That, oh, I'm glad for Garifogunlo, but I'm glad for Ashton because when you miss one, it put, does put little doubts in your head. And that was one of those in-between ones. It wasn't a totally easy one, but it wasn't extremely hard. It was one of those sort of ones that you could miss if you were a bit nervy about it. But th- thankfully, it went over. So that one-point lead, every score in this game is absolutely vital. Leo. Here that comes Eamon McGrath, she gets the ball in, in towards Vaughan, but Vaughan recovers well. Gets the ball out to Rachel. Minogue doesn't stand on ceremony, gets the ball up. Where is Tressy? But Tressy is robbed by Scanlon. Scanlon showing her leading by example as the captain. He, it's Elva, Elva, and the corner back. He comes to Ashley. Oh, Ashley Corbett. Leisha O'Donnell. O'Donnell, the centre forward. She passed the ball in. Here comes Ashley Corbett. A shot from Corbett. Oh, a shot from Eshting. It goes air for real. And another oh. chance for Scarafogunlo goes a bigging. Quiva Bork with the quick puck out. She gets it out towards Leave Long. Long going back to her own goal. Robbed by Jennifer Daly. Robbed by Amy Barrett. Here comes Jennifer. She puts the ball in towards Bob. Bob Corbett. Here comes Bob. She gets the ball. She's, oh, she's gone to ground. Being helped by no uncertainty by Christine Brennan. Eva McGrath. Moraine Ryan comes out. Eva McGrath. She's hooked by Jennifer Daly. Gets the ball out towards Abby Walsh. Abby Walsh. Gets the ball. Here comes Abby Walsh. Miriam Campion. Kira Dyer. Let's fly. Ground hurling. The ball gets up to Elva. Elva gets, turns the corner back. Here comes Elva. Elva Rogers. She goes to ground. The ball comes out. Elva coming out. But it's been picked up by Eva McGrath. This is a tremendous challenge. McGrath goes into tackles. The ball comes out to Mary Bockton. Eve Long. Long goes back. Gets it blocked down brilliantly by Jennifer O'Donnell. We're here, and a push in the back by Jennifer Daly. 
Pat, this is up the notch. Temperature uh, frozen. The, the, it may be cold on the field. I think a, great, a great ball about a hole in there and typified by Kira Doyle letting fly on the ground and driving us 40 yards along the, along the sod like you'd see in level 40 years ago. Great to see. But, um, you know, you feel... I, I actually do feel that uh, Drummondinch are getting their freeze that little bit easier than Scarif or No, something we feel that because we're biased and uh, we may be wrong. But uh, it's just that little feeling that they're getting freeze maybe to relief situations. Just that little bit easier and not maybe earning as hard as Scarif or Gundla at times. Oh, and a dangerous pull there by Maureen Everston. Uh, by Miriam Campion out on yeah, Kira Dyle. Dyle showed great leadership. Went out in front of her player. A pull from behind by Miriam Campion. Uh, into the uh, into the side of Kira Dyle and she's going to pick up a quarter of weaver. Oh, that was a pull. This is an absolutely nailed on yellow card. Uh, you can't just throw your holiday across somebody's hand like that and uh, a well-earned a well-earned free. Let's, let's hope Kira's OK. She's on her feet again, which is a good sign. I know that I know the, the injuries to the hand, but you know, you, you'd stay down if you're in terrible pain. So, been, and we know she has a hand she, issue been, already, Leo. Yeah, so. she's carrying a hand injury and has been, you know, it's pain, pain, pain okay. of a painkilling injection. Has come in for a lot of a lot of attention. Has picked up a lot of injuries during the year. But look, Miriam Campion now gone towards corner forward. They put her in, but here's a no. chance for Ashton. This should line around the crossbar area as well. You'll be thinking if she can get the distance. Now probably won't get that far because she is 82 or three meters. She's so towards her own 65. Yeah, and she's out on the left hand side. But Ashton Carver will if she gets a clean strike here. This will put serious pressure on the back side. Amy Barrett has made a lovely happens. run. Can she be found? But Ashton is going to drive it. She drives it. This has gone right in. Can it be kept in play by Elva? It is. Oh. It drops across the goal. It comes across. The goalkeeper is out. The goalkeeper is out. No and free. she's fouled no. by Linda Daly. free, but there's no free. And no one, watching, no one watching the break of the ball. The ball comes out to Ema McGrath. Ema McGrath being chased by Amy Barrett. Ema McGrath taking on the challenge. She hits the ball across the field towards Ashton Corbett. Ashton Corbett and Everston. Ashton is now out in a place where I didn't think Ooh, Ashton Corbett. I'd say she never thought she'd find herself out here. The ball is coming. Abby Walsh for Scarif O'Gunlo Bonnie Wiley Murphy for Scarif O'Gunlo Joanne Ryan for, jo- to me, uh, for I nearly said Tumi Vala Truman Inch we're on the 65 metre line who's going to get it out Susan Bohan trying to get in there for Scarif O'Gunlo trying to kick it on it's five points for five four, four in yeah, favour of Truman Inch Leave yeah. Tracy trying to get her for Truman Inch we're gone ten minutes in the second car. Susan Bohan gets the ball back to Rayton and Minogue just drives it on ceremony gets the ball out Scanlon Scanlon and Emer Cahill they're having a tremendous battle Scanlon Kicks the ball ahead. She's going to be challenged now by Mari- by uh, the, st- the fullback. The fullback is Christine Brennan. Here comes Scanlon. She gets the ball back out to Amy. Amy Barrett winds up oh. and she's blocked down. Here comes Amy. Puts the ball in towards Bob Corbett. Oh, and a high challenge. That's well, a challenge. Well, that was a fair challenge there. Linda Daly. Why Scarif hasn't gone more direct? She gets the ball out to Neve Long. Long is the wing forward or the midfielder. Out towards Joanne Ryan. Joanne Ryan. Oh, she's fouled by Linda Daly. And you know, Scarif a bit over exuberant there, Pat. Yeah, I thought actually Corbin might have been entitled to a free there. She was Paul Axe now. I know shoulder to shoulder is allowed nowadays, but I've seen him given in hurling. As she was about to take the ball up as it came toward Hurley, she got suddenly Paul X sort of back into the back into the side. Uh, either way, he didn't see it as a free. So, uh, and it has been an errant free there uh, for first uh, first car uh, drum an inch and they're on 65. This is a dangerous enough ball. Yeah, Eva right McGrath hits this ball down. Don't throw Everston. Everston, he gets it in. Uh, it's it's robbed there by Amy Barrett, the giant captain for Scarif Ogunlo and Amy oh and a, nearly a very late challenge again gets the ball into Lee O'Donnell and Christine Brennan the ball break Ken Edward Rogers win this one for Scarif Ogunlo it's there with Maria Connolly Connolly Linda Daly Ashton Corbett Ashton trying to bring it towards the sanctuary of the sideline where well, the ball comes out it's Jennifer Jennifer Daly going through for Scarif Ogunlo Jennifer Daly going through oh a high challenge there referee lets it go ahead 
And it comes to Jennifer trying to get up again. Alpha trying to get up. It's Abby Walsh. Give it. Abby Walsh tries to get out. Here's Moray Scanlon right on her more favourite left-hand side. Here comes Scanlon for Scarafa Gunlow. She's trying to take on Emer Cahill. She hits a great ball across to Alicia Hinchy O'Donnell. O'Donnell has it. Alva Rogers has it. Oh, and he's kicked out. Neve Tracy trying to get out there. Alva trying to go. We're on the 14-metre line. Linda Daly trying to get up. Who's going to come out with this one? This is a cutting, a dying, a, a pivotal moment. It comes out to Abby Walsh. Abby Walsh gets it out to Scanlon. Scanlon go hard and rest on. Six points for Scanlon. Four points for Drummondage. A tremendous passage of play, Pat McNamara. A tremendous passage of play and the work rate of the Scala forwards there to come out on top of that rook and get the ball to Maria Scanlon, who now has hit two lovely balls off her right-hand side, even though it's a left-hand striker. A great crossover for the regional chance and then the point from uh, Maria. So, look at the more often Maria Scanlon's in the game, Leo, the more you're going to get scores and that's one of the vital things for Scala for to remember. Five, th- five uh, four, six, four is a bit bit of a greater gap. He's just given a free in to Scala to double domination on the right-hand side on the 45, uh, seven or eight metres in from the sideline. A score will run for him, McGrath. Yeah, Rachel Minogue was trying to was trying to break the tackle. She put her head, put her shoulders up, trying to come through the challenge of Katie O'Dwyer. And again, he gives the initiative back to Drummond Inch. And here's the Eamon McGrath. You know, we're uh, 13 minutes gone here in the second half of the Munster uh, Munster Club final. Eamon McGrath, 45 meters, 40 meters out, uh, testing the breeze, whatever it seems. He came in from the far side. I would again, would again, uh, uh, urge caution on this one. And here comes McGrath. She's taken all her time to compose herself. It's a vital free. She drives it, but Left. she nails it out to the right hand side and gone wide. And the score remains. Scarafogunda, six points. From an inch, Caracolini. We're approaching the water break, Pat. Scarafogunda in the ascendancy. Yeah, well, two points of lead is considerable today, Leo. This game is so, so close. And even uh, just look at every every player, as I said, Leo, can be so free. And no blame to any player from history. Dangerous ball going in now for Rachel. She deals oh, with it, but gives Daly. away 45. Oh, oh, very poor puck out from Rachel Daly mm. to start off and then do you know the ball was quick in fairness to Neve Long she saw the chance she put it back in very very fast Rachel didn't deal with it capably but her hands are cold I think it was a Susan Daly came to her rescue when the ball goes out for a, a 45 and a chance for Ema McGrath you know I don't think Ema would have been expecting a chance as, so quick, as, again, as, yeah. as, as quick as this you know that she, she had plenty of uh, practice problems yeah, we must also that. say on a freezing cold day for a goalkeeper who's only involved in the game every every now and again you know uh, on a vital on the vital line there's easy talk it's a hard it's a hard position for, for playing today uh, the Romanish the, the, the goalie has such experience we've we have worked with uh, Rachel Lee has been a brilliant year so far and that's only a, a very minor a minor error uh, but minor, it has minor to the point look at Patrick it is his loss it is law four here in Mellow, there's no mm. doubt about that. And the Pokemon coming again here from Rachel Daly. I see Ema McGrath now playing out round in Lorna Parker. Rachel Daly coming out this side the field. And she gets it out. I told you wasn't going to be short on this occasion. She gets it out. It's blocked down by Mary oh, Bork. Out it's knocked to, uh, to Amy, Amy Barrett. Uh, uh, comes out. Uh, Jennifer Daly going in the wrong direction. Kira Dyle. Go- oh, and a oh, height. A high challenge being let go there by Kira Dyle, and Kira Dyle is down. Dermot Kirwan, I'm not too sure what's going on here, Dermot. But it comes into. But she got into the head, Leo. If there was no foul, she was just straight away have examined it and give a throw in anyway. But I think there was a foul. But I mean, not to give a free is ridiculous. But not to stop the game. A player got a tackle into the head. Looked in, looked bad. She's up again now. She's down. She's gone down again now because of her face. She, she got a tackle into the face there. And Jennifer Daly, he's also not. It doesn't matter. He should have stopped the game. 
poor refereeing by the referee in on that occasion. An experienced referee is Jamie Kerwin, and I'm just not too sure what. Is that Amy Barrett? Or no, it's Jennifer Daly. Jennifer Daly is down as well. Yeah, so this is Jennifer Daly is down. Kira Daly is down. Bonnie Wiley Murphy is also down for Scarafogunlo. So. You know, Dr. Conor McGee is, and I think they're, they're quizzing the referee. Remember, was the line man there as well? Right, and I think quite rightly so. Uh, you know, I know they want physicality in the game, and he's going having a word with Jennifer Daly on this occasion. And I what? think I think Jennifer has probably maybe said Coopler uh, fucking say so uh, too, extra yeah. to Dear Merkel when he's laying down the law. But I tell you, he'd want to lay down the law to himself. Uh, himself, you know, he's a man that has refereed all Ireland in the Holland finals mm. and has been. One of the top referees in the country for many, many a long time. I know we're looking, we're biased towards Galifagundo. Don't, don't get us wrong in that. But a head challenge is a head challenge, no matter what way you look at it. Well, I mean, the, the way Kira went down there, she could see the, the head, the, the kind of a, a little backlash there where her neck went back and she just turned upside down. And uh, all he said was blow the pistol and see where she are. If you didn't think it was a free, it was totally accidental. Well, then good. You can give an indirect free trick, uh, free to, to um, free shot to throw an inch if you thought, you know, there was no free. And he had, but, but he should stop the game. He stopped it later on and came back to her and he could see. That was concerned, but now it's more concerned altogether. No, is it? Is it Rachel? Is it Daly? Yeah, Jennifer Daly. Jennifer Daly. Sorry, I, I Jennifer Daly. Yeah. Is it? Is it? A, a nose uh, look like a nose or a face I'd again. I say Lorraine Grady, the goal scorer from the county final, <coughs> is going to come in, but they're very slow in bringing her in. They need to get her on quite quickly. But we're at we're at water break time, and I think Diarmuid may be better off maybe calling water break at this stage. I tell you, he's 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 more intent on working about the jewelry. He's more worried about what jewelry they're wearing than bills to the head today. But anyway, look at that for. Uh, that's for a, a, another another occasion, but uh, I think it's. A, I know it's a rule that it has come in, like. But Lorraine Grady, the goal scorer here from the county final, is on in place of the injured Jennifer Daly. He's had a blood sub. It remains to be seen, but it's a throw-in now here on the far side. The linesman is now in for it, but he's a Tuppence Hapney work for It's a throw-in here, and Susan Bohan. It comes in. Who's going to win? It's Amy Barrett for Scalafogunla on her own half-back line. Linda Daly trying to get up for Scalafogunla. Amy trying to get it up. Who's going to come out with this one? Is that a vital, vital game? One? Vital it's a vital one. And I tell you, it's all hands on deck. It's fight to let you know. It's Scalafogunla. Six points. Drum an inch. Five is Scalafogunla. In the sense by Coot. And there's another player gone down, and Amy Barris has gone down, and Amy Barris is the player that passes doesn't go down. quite right now, doesn't <laughs> go down too easily. So, look at this, I see those figures being pointed in all directions over there, uh, and it's very, very stopped at at the moment, Pat. Yeah, the one thing I see, Susan Vaughan showing great leadership and indeed, there. And indeed, yeah, it's a water break he's calling the discretion, he's calling the water break. Look, at it's a call to Ireland, and maybe a chance to fix up uh, yeah. the, the injured players. But no, Amy, well, Amy Barrett is not that moving off the spot, yeah. No, and, that, and that's a real worry for Scarif uh, Susan, Susan Daly is calling for attention for her now as well there. But uh, I was just uh, good to see that the Susan Vaughan there was, was, was just talking to players and pointing them out to watch out for what's happening. Don't be concerned with injuries and be taking up positions and watching for loose players in case the game went on. So it's good to see leadership and experience like that being shown. Uh, I suppose Susan Vaughan is, is in line for player of the match for Scarif today so far. Without She's been on that you. ball Without so, doubt, so often uh, and reading the game so absolutely brilliantly but uh, look at it's only the, 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 it's only the, the third quarter played six points to five it's an extremely tense and this, look at if it was tense up to now Leo this last quarter is going to be absolutely uh, you know we, 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 we'll be as tight as a stop and see will it be the last quarter could we have own Brescia it's and oh, Shaw Park it's very 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 possible it's, it's, it's almost likely as much as possible but uh, look at uh, Scarafagunlo playing reasonably well uh, can get freedom up front to, to, uh, to, to, to open up any kind of a gap but likewise their own defence is playing very very well as well and um, 
both both free takers uh, again you know they're not getting that many chances they, they're not that many free ins close in given easy chances as well so a lot of the frees are in the middle third or maybe in the half back lines where they're not not leading to score so um, I think players are aware that if you know if you're going to give away a foul give it away around maybe the middle of the field or, or, or a bit further and that, that way you're not given easy chances because you know it's going to be mainly free taking today and um, Ashling, Ashling and Ashling, um, Corbett and Eamon McGrath both have a couple two or three each and uh, and that's the main scoring so far. Very little from play. Leo, for a senior Munster final to have only a point or two for each side from play is unbelievable. But it's not because of these teams being weak or, or low standard. It's just this, the amount of tackling, the amount of tension, the amount of physicality and, and intensity in the play is that there's absolutely no space. But look, at someone is going to get space, Leo. We hope it's at the left-hand side as we look in the scale of a going to forward line for someone to tap in a goal or get a couple of points, put a gap in it, but six points to five. It's very, very tense, very exciting and very, very nerve-wracking and I'd say there's people here there'll be, there'll be nails Leo beaten down to, to the stumps before this game is over Yeah, and the game is going through his staff we just throw in 40 metres 35 metres out sorry, from the Scarif no goal and uh, Diarmid has the ball in his hand so it's in for the throw-in and here we go and in the ball oh, I tell you what you couldn't have passed it any further out it's, it's, it's Joanne Ryan but it's Alison McGee oh, McGee gets away great hand pass out to Ray Tamino Grayson has gone to ground the ball is picked up by Alison McGee, McGee, we said oh, she's Talk using again. the hand pass again, maybe not the best advice with Ema McGrath and players like that around, we're on the half back line, who's it up, it's Joanne Ryan but it's Abby Walsh for Scarfogunlo here's Abby Walsh, what a leader this player is, she gets the ball out towards Scanlon Scanlon, oh tremendous pick up for Murray Scanlon, she gets out ahead of Ema McGrath, here comes oh and there's a, he's playing for advantage is he going to give the advantage and he's pulling back for the free in uh, there is a free in for Scarafagunlo. A high, ch- a high challenge mm-hmm. by Eamor um, Cahill on Moray Scanlon. But what a pick up by Scanlon, Pat. One touch. Uh, Hurley maybe well, can't end it. Does it mean this The ball up? was travelling at enormous speed. She ran out full full speed outward and there was one touch and the ball rolled up into her hand absolutely outstanding and uh, she was flying down the right wing and was clattered as she went down he let play go to see what the score she did turn inside each of her lift uh, and uh, the score didn't happen so in fairness she's given it but then look at this is no easy free it's again out towards the sideline 42 or 3 metres out Leo a very very tough free under enormously pressurised circumstances for Ashton Corbett we know she's done it before in these in these stages of games let's hope she can do it again this is a vital one this could put Scarlett going or two points up she drives it she drives it it's in Ooh. it's a goalie I tell you she's a tremendous goalkeeper Three she's my player my player of the match is that goalkeeper she has kept Drum an yep. inch in this uh, Munster Club Championship. Quiva Burke, her fourth great save inside in the goals. They say hello to our listeners who are tuned in in Finland, Helsinki there today. So look at what Scarif are going to pet. They're just not put, able to get a break from Drum an inch no. and with a goal like Quiva so Burke. Sure. Yeah. Yes, but that, that, that wasn't the bullet of a shot, it was just a high ball coming in. But Dame spawn in the cold day and her assuredness of her control and the way she's in charge out there. So what a catch by Amy Barrett. Amy Barrett for Scarif are going to go. Great free one by Amy Barrett. Yeah. And Barrett is beginning to come into the game. Pat, you know, she be up that injury and Ashton Corbett coming back into her own half-back line. Leo, we've seen it before. If Ashton, if, if Amy Barrett gets the belt, it only makes them more determined in the game to play uh, better. Patchy's a tremendous player. Mm. What a player. Do you know, Susan to come Vanek back, from, there, to come back yeah. from the cruciate injury that she has picked up and to Absolutely. give the level the displays that she has given, you know, Ashton on her this own half-back line. This is what now, Leo, from... On her own half-back line. 76 or 78 metres out, maybe. She Short. strikes it. She strikes it rather well. Is it going to be kept in play? 
Is it? It is kept in play. The goal, he has dropped it. Dropped he's done one. a chance. There's a chance. Can this kick, kick this one into the goal? Throw and he, he's gone throwing it in, but Burke went down like any good goalkeeper. Go to ground. Her first little blunder. She didn't control that one perfectly. Yeah, she went, she, she went, didn't give she, a goal away, though. She went to ground. She made sure the ball was going no further. And here, we listen, with Bahrain, London, Bahrain, USA, Georgia, Chicago, Charlottesville. Look at And the ball is turning. It comes to Elva. No, it is with Leisha. Leisha Hinchy O'Donnell. Ethan McGrath trying to get out for the German inch. The ball comes out. Comes out to Amy. Amy. Amy is robbed. We're on the G here. As Scalafogunda are on the attack. The ball comes out to Linda Daly. A shot from Linda Daly. Oh, not the shot do you want to be putting into Queen. Queen of Buck is robbed by Elva. Elva Rogers cuts in. Here comes Elva Rogers. A shot. Great Go ball. on dress on of Elva Rogers. Oh, Leo. I tell you. What's a player from Elva Rogers? Quiva Burke with the save. Elva blocked her down. Seven points of five in favour of Scarafog on the We were rightly eulogising Quiva Burke has been a brilliant, brilliant goalkeeper. She did everything right. They made a good save of, of not too much hard of a shot. Was coming out to clear at 90 metres, and Elva dived across, got the block in. And then Leo, she had the presence of mind to round her player, take her time, which is the right angle over the bat. A fantastic score. And a free out from the halfback line. They're not sure who won the free out, but a very valuable one. Yeah, so it was a Vaughan had the ball, she hand passed it to Kieradai. Kieradai was fouled by Eamon McGrath on that occasion. And another chance for Ashton Carver to land a bomb down here on top of the drum and inch. Five. On the top of the drum and inch defence. We're gone 22 minutes in the second half of the <coughs> Munster Senior Club final here in Mellow. Here comes Ashton Carver. She drives another bomb. This is dropping right down. Where's this one going to break? Can Scanlon get one up? He breaks to Lorraine. Lorraine great. He's going to come out. Towards Ashton Corbett. Ashton, can she get her up into the hand? Ashton, she strikes it. She Sorry. drives it in. It goes in towards Burke. Burke can save hands of Burke again on this occasion. She's wearing because Elva is on her tail again. The ball comes out towards Rachel Minogue. Rachel Minogue for Scarif Ogunlo. Rachel is beaten by Emer McGrath. The ball comes out. Oh, oh I tell you. Emer McGrath would probably have to get a cart in because a dangerous yeah. pull. E- oh, Emer McGrath, it was a high pull. What's the Emer one going to? No, he's taking too long. It will be a cart to be again. No Carter. No Carter. It was a high pull. Rachel Minogue is gone to ground. seen a long time, Leo. She just let fly in her leg. There was no, there's no way of softening the, sweetening the peel there. That was a, a bad, bad free to give a, a bad foul. And, and Ashton Corbett, Ashton getting into your practice. Rachel Minogue has gone to ground. Scarafa Gunlow would not wish Rachel Minogue to be out no. of action. She's had a Leo, tremendous... Ashton's over the sideline. He's probably going to let play go on to take the free, you see, without her. So that's... If he first, after the puck out now, you see, Scarafa Gunlow or a player down if she doesn't get back in. But she's going back in. Oh, yeah, look at <laughs> the Minogues are tough, there's no doubt about it. Her father, Pat, he's prancing up and down the far sideline on the hill. And here comes Ashton. This one dropping down. It's where will be this one go? One to score, Leo. It would be a great one to score. 50, 65 meters 54 out minutes gone line. here. She drives it. She nails this one. He's dropping towards Burke. He's dropping oh, the and dressed on. Ashley Corbett. Scarif Ogunlo, eight. Two inch, five. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant free. We did say what I want to score. That was 70 meters because out on the sideline at the 65 area, when you, when you consider the distance out to the side, brilliant score. 8 5, Leo. The if ball is with Amy Barrett. Amy, Amy Barrett launches it down towards Scanlon. Oh, Scanlon is robbed by Emer Cahill. She's blocked by Linda Daly to Ashton Corbett. Corbett is having the game of her life. The ball comes into Elva. It's Elva and Maria. Can she take her on? Oh, I thought 
No free. No free Caught on this occasion. Team, yeah. we, we can't get everything. He comes out to Tressy. Here comes Tressy for Drum. Tressy coming through for Drum. Here she goes. Here comes the Tressy for Drum. She's He's fouled free, by Linda yeah. Daly. And I tell you, Linda, she's getting to know Derek Dermot Kerwin quite well. There's a number <laughs> of frees given by Linda Daly. And here comes, is it Eamon McGrath going to take this one? Dangerous distance Now it is dangerous time. Distance. Five minutes left in the Munster Senior Club final of 2022. It's from the 2021 campaign. Eamon McGrath, as the darkness descends here on Meadow GA grounds, Abbey Wall's being put back. Pat, this is a dangerous one. Well, it's the distance lead. Those, if they drop short, are going to cause havoc in the square unless so, as someone can take squand. But she might put it over the bar. She, she's capable. This is a dangerous Low. one. They have to attack it. It comes off the stick of Bonnie Wiley Murphy. This could go anywhere. Kira Doyle. It's, like, oh, it's a goal! It's gone. It's a goal for Drummond. Level pig and Pat McNamara. Yeah, well, it, was, it was dealt with first of all, but let back in, and I think it was let hop once instead of someone. Uh, one of the defenders should have gone for it there and just snapped it in the paw, waited to make sure the, ho- the hop would hop in front of her to clear it, and uh, didn't happen. Someone let fly, and Rachel really had no chance in fairness. Level peg and Leo. And the ball is with Amy Barrett. Amy Barrett drives it down. Tors Leisha. Leisha. Marion Marion Moret Scanlon is needed now. And here comes Drum. They're ravenous. Rachel no or Eva McGrath for Drum. And here comes Drummond Inch. They're coming. The ball comes to Joanne Ryan. Is this a chance for Drummond Inch? Oh, she's cut for over carrying. She's fouled, robbed by Amy Barrett. She has it again. Joanne Ryan, a dangerous point. Oh, it's literally even. It's the lead for Drummond Inch. Oh, I tell you, Pat, how a game can turn. Oh, Louis, we, we talked about low scoring. When Fartley has happened, the break has happened the wrong way. That goal was a disaster for Scarif Ogunlo. They didn't deal with it maybe as they should. As I said, there was, a, there was an opportunity to go for that ball, but it was let hop in the square, and the person didn't want to go first in the air in case she dropped it. So I can't remember what the finish it was, to be honest. But there was a half a chance there to clear it. It wasn't cleared. But look at they have to get the next goal, Leo. Simple as that, within the next minute or two. Yeah, Susan Bahan is there. Kira Dyle is there. Who's going to bring this one out? It's one. One goal and six for Drummondage. It's eight points for Scarafogunlo. Kira Dial there. Lorraine Grady is there. Who comes out? And indeed, it's going to be Drummondage. It's Mary Burke. She's robbed, by, robbed, but she gets it away. Ellison McGee for Scarafogunlo. Oh, a high challenge. And yeah. Scarafogunlo, they're going to get one chance no, here. And here comes where's Ashton Corbett on this occasion? She's where is she? It. She's not taking it, I'd say. I say Susan Vaughan is going to take it, is she? Yeah, indeed, I would be bringing out Ashton Corbett to take this one Just because the they have alone, to get yeah. them. Is Ashton Corbett has gone off for Scarif Ogunlo? I'm can't. I'm bemused completely. What's going That's on here? It's a free for Susan Vaughan. We're 58 minutes gone here. Vaughan drives it into corner towards Moraid Scanlon. Can Moraid get her hand on this one? It comes to Amy Barrett, the team captain. Amy cutting in across for Scarif Ogunlo. She gets it across. There's a chance here. Lorraine Grady. Lorraine Grady's gone through. Lorraine Grady, a oh. shot. He's gone in towards the goalie. Quiva Burke gives it in. Rachel did. Oh, Rachel. Oh. Does she well. clears it. She clears it out to the sister. It's Linda. Linda has to win it. Oh, and a lazy oh. pull by Linda Daly. A free. And is that the final nail in the coffin of Scarafogunla, Pat McNamara? Well, I, won't, I won't say that, Leo, because there's still, we're still only 60 minutes and a half in. There's, look, at they're all given three to four minutes injury time nowadays. There were injuries, there were incidents. So there's bound to be a bit of time. Uh, it's just a question of Scarafogunla getting that ball up now. Uh, if this goes over the bar, and it's a tricky free for Ibn Bergrath, Scarafogunla simply have to cut back up and get a point. 
Here's Eamon McGrath, 50 metres out from the, from the Scarif Ogunlo goal. It's 1-6, that's 9, it's 8 for Scarif Ogunlo. Here's McGrath, can she be the match winner? She strikes it well. Does it just straight, it's straight and through, it's a goal or nothing now for Scarif Ogunlo. It's 1-6, 1-6, 1-7 to 8 points here in Drummond Here we come, we're at the time. Rachel Daly gets a good puck out. Scarafogunlo, it's a goal or nothing. Gets the ball out to Amy. Amy Barrett for Scarafogunlo. Here's Leisha Hinchy O'Donnell. Our drumming inch going to retain the Munster Club final here in Ratmello. The ball breaks out to Jennifer Daly. Jennifer Daly, we're in. It's stalemate over on the far side of the feed. They have to get a quick ball in. Does bodies gone to ground? Linda Daly tries to get up. And it's a line ball for drumming inch, and everything is going the way of drumming inch <laughs> in these final moments, Pat. Pat, I'm going to ask you for a player of the match. Well, it's a hard one, Leo, because uh, we, we, we thought, I suppose, the goalie, Quiva Bork, had been outstanding. And, I mean, the goal that should have won the game, we thought, for Scarlett would have come off from a, a Quiva Bork mistake. But, look, she was probably the best player on view. I think Susan Vaughan has absolutely been brilliant for Scarlett The amount of ball she's read, collected and hit. So, I'd need to be sharing between the two. But uh, we'll wait, I think I'll wait till the game is over, Leo. It'll be OK to wait till the game is over. We'll see, we'll see what happens in the next minute or two because somebody could step up here. Either Susan maybe could do something or maybe Bork makes another save. Susan Daly clears that ball out now for Scarif step. Jennifer Daly goes up. It comes to Amy. Amy is hooked on this occasion and she's going to be robbed. But no, she does brilliantly. Amy Barrett. It comes out to Lorraine Grady. Lorraine, the goal scorer in the Munster final. Oh, she lost it. Lorraine goes out over it. She has it up for Scarif Here's Lorraine Grady. She gets the ball. She's taken on the defence. Here she comes into the middle. She gets the ball in to Scanlon. Scanlon. Scanlon for Scarif Can she get it in? Can they get one last attack here for Scarif Ogunlo? Drummondage, throw bodies in like a rook in Torment Park. It comes out. Who's going to get it? It's the cornerback. Indeed, it's Moray Ryan. And that's the final nail, I would imagine, in the Scarif Ogunlo coffin. And he's at Quiva Brook, the cool borer. Three minutes. Drummondage. No, it's only We're gone three Leo. minutes. It's Drummondage. I suppose Quiva Brook, the goalkeeper, we couldn't. She was outstanding, Leo. And if she hadn't been as good as she was, Scarif Ogunlo would now be three or four points up. Oh, it's 178 points. It's the scoreline of two years ago. But it's in the wrong mood. El- Ellison puts up her Still hand. There. Here comes Ellison to Rachel. She drives it up. Who's going to win it here? Oh, and it's is it Mary Burke? Mary Burke. Oh, a lovely tip hand pass there from Mary to Emma McGrath. Emma McGrath, how lucky she is to be still on the field to play. But her free was vital for, for Drummond Inch. The ball goes in. Bonnie Wiley Murphy. It comes in. And the ball goes down. Here comes Rachel Daly. If this ball goes Time dead, it's game over. Rachel Daly. She drives it out, gets it out towards the captain, oh, Amy Barrett. She kept it in play. Amy Barrett drives it up. Can Scanlon win one last? Get it into Elva Rogers. One oh. last ball. Oh, and she put. No, now you want Ashley Corbett on the field of play. Oh, and Tashi Aaron, Aaron Quavelina. And who's going to take this one? Maureen Scanlon, a player that you're wanting close to goals. And she's outside taking a free 60 metres out. Amy Barrett, no, this, it's it. a goal or nothing, Parik <coughs> McConamara. Oh, no question about it. This is the, of the distance. It's going to land around the square area. She probably won't, won't go for the point. She can't go for the point, obviously. No, it's what happens when it lands inside. Anything can happen. It's in the danger area. Susan Vaughan is up. Vaughan has it. Oh, nearly. Who has it? It's Lorraine Greedy. She's blocked. Scanlon. A shot. A goal. Maureen Scanlon. What a goal for Maureen Scanlon. A bullet, Leo. Unbelievable. Lorraine Greedy looked to be going to score. 
But Scanlon from 15 metres and gnashed it into the roof of the net. Even Quiva Burke didn't get near it as good Rachel as Rachel Minogue, she wins this ball, it's game over. But it's Marion Campion. Marion Campion is robbed. Alison <laughs> McGee. Rachel Minogue goes to ground. Who's going to win it? Five McGee and a half, has five it. Five and a half minutes injury time played. Jennifer Daly. Lorraine Grady. And a high tackle on Lorraine Grady. She's the referee, he's he going to blow the full time whistle? 65 and a half minutes of injury time. Five and a half minutes of injury time, Leo. That's a lot. Now, we weren't complaining two minutes ago, so we can't say a word about the time at the moment. But surely, surely the. 1 8 for Scalafogunlo. 1 7 for Drummondage. A line ball for Drummondage. She cuts right. it. Amy Barrett. Alison McGee. She gets it out to Abby Walsh. Abby Walsh drives it. Elva. Elva Rogers is daring. Lorraine Grady. Jennifer Daly. Jennifer Daly's brought to ground. What's he doing? What's he going to do with it? It's 1 8 for Scalafogunla. It's 1 7 for Drummondage. He's thrown it in. Oh. And here comes Eva McGrath. Scalafo Gunla, oh, there's still, there's still time here. It comes to Casey O'Dryer. O'Dryer to Tracy. Tracy for Drum. Oh, it was. Oh, oh. oh, that's no free in. That is not a free in. That's a clash of bodies 50 50. This is a cop out from Dermot Kerwin. So simply, both bodies clashed into each other accidentally. Neither of them saw the other one coming. Leo, that's just, and that, well, to my mind, that's what it was. I know we're biased. But he has given the free in. It's about 43 metres out. This is seriously dangerous with a point at the game. I would well, say, on pressure, Pet, the but two he players. Wanted, he wanted a chance to give the free in level. Oh, the, but mm. how he is playing the time he's, he's playing on. But why is Scarlett going to just didn't put that ball out over the line? He's beyond yeah. me. Kill the game. It's 1-8 for Scalafogunlo. It's 1-7 for Drummondage. It's going to be the last puck Still of the ball for Eva McGrath. Yeah. And a player of Eva McGrath's experience, you would expect her to put it over. We'll probably be on Ombrescia. But Giratide is prostate underground for Scalafogunlo. And, you know, the player ran straight into her. It was a charge. Well, I, I, every, I, we've been so uh, frustrated over the years with the referee pulling the far play and going forward for charging. Uh, when two bodies clash and the defending player goes down and uh, like Kiri did there, but what does he do this time? Oh no, it's the defender this time. So it's I mean, a cop out. It's a cop out from Dermot Kirvan. No, know. no matter what way you look at it, it's a cop out. But look at, we are looking. Scarborough they are looking to be still in this game. Eamon McGrath, this to bring the Monster Club final to extra time. She has missed only one free up to this. Watching, I know that's we don't no. want that. Left. Right. And she's driven it wide. Amazingly, she pulled it wide. It's all over! And Scarford, the Monster Club champions! That is unbelievable. One Leo. goal and eight for Scarford. One goal and seven for Drummondage. No, it's very hard on Eamon McGrath. We have to say I that wouldn't, because I think I she's a very good player. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on no, any no. player. Eamon McGrath. Uh, being consoled by her teammates, and rightly so. It is Scarlett for Gunnar Day, and we'll talk loads about that. But uh, look, this is justice. Give me justice. Free that a player of our quality would never miss normal circumstances. But, but the pressure got to early. Pressure is a pre- pressure is a great thing. It's a very 
look at I wouldn't wish it on any player from any and I see Kira Dyle going over there to Emer McGrath did no one other quite well from the from their county days I see Susan Vahan going over look at even in the even in the joys of victory that, Leo, yeah. even Good in the joys of victory the scale yeah. of Gunner players have gone to Emer McGrath I don't think they're saying thank you very much uh, for missing the free no, but look at commiserations and I see Moray Scanlon gone down in fairness it is heartbreak for Drummond Inch you know, the reigning Munster Club champions, their reign of two months has come to an end. It's Garifagunlo, one goal and eight. Truman Inch, one goal and seven. But, but Pat no, Leo, I would, I will have, I have to say one thing. Uh, what play? They didn't die. They, what a day for East Clare. St. Joseph's Secondary School, Tulla, into the hefty final. And Scarafagunlo, Munster Senior Club Camogie champion. For the second time. And look at what a day in Mellow for East Clare people in general and Camogie and Hurling. And look at we've dealt with the regret disappointment and the, and, the, and the horror for horror. I see Shane O'Donnell from Crochet and men with a Munster Junior Championship medal from 1995. And I tell you one thing, he's, <laughs> their relation, Lorraine Grady, was an introduction from Grady. She, she, she was an eager beaver at wing forward. And look at, she made the goal. She took on Eva McGrath. She took on Everston. And Maureen Ryan, she made the goal, which Scanlon put away with a plum. Uh, look at Leo, the celebrations on the pitch. Uh, it's almost, they can hardly believe it because that, that had draw written all over it. Once, once uh, the ref, once the ref allowed six and a half minutes to go and found a free in for them. In front of the goal, 25 metres out, you said, well, this is it, extra time. We'll be here in the dark. Lights will be on if there are, there are lights here. And they would have to be on. It's getting quite dark. But look, she just pulled it and Sarah Fogan Law. The main thing is now they are champions of Munster for the second time in their history, second time in two years after, an, uh, you know, uh, look at a typical gutsy, brave, courageous display when things weren't going their way for a lot of this game, Leo. They dug in, there was bravery shown, there was bodies on the line. Rachel Minogue took an awful slap on the leg. Kira Doyle took two or three clatters into the into the front of her or into her head or into the and flattened for that last three. Susan Vaughan was a magnet. Of course, you mentioned Lorraine Grady. But the Pat, but Pat, Moraine Scanlon, come at the hour, come at the woman. Of this world, Leo. Moraine Scanlon has been playing camogie for many, many years. She's getting better. It's like a good wine. It gets it gets better with age. Class. But what a bullet, and it needed to be a bullet to be still yeah. my player of the match, Quiva Burke from Drummond Inch. But I tell you, I suppose if the scarf, if you've been back now, Susan Vaughan maybe or someone like or that. Or Rachel Minogue was yeah. out, the scarf yeah. back then. We're going to have back then. I thought it, was yeah. immense. Do you know, um, Amy Barrett, they didn't die. And Pat, they've done it in the county final win. Again, all adversity. They pulled it out of the fire again uh, through Clanlara. They've pulled it out of. Well, of an inferno here if in you're any Mello. other team playing Scarif into the future say how the heck do we put these ones away Drummond Inch almost got the formula right there they were so close to having the formula right and uh, I nickel Nimona thought I might do it in the quarter in the semi quarter final was it or back that that stage anyway. Through Clonara in the drawn game, sure sure they had it done. Um, I'm sure in Ishkara similarly was saying earlier on in the game, we have these we have the measure of these ones. Look at they don't know when they're beaten, Leo, and they just have so much self belief. They have so strong mentally. Forget about the skills of the game and 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 and, 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 and all of that. That mentally they're so strong they don't give up. But I'll tell you one thing, Leo, there was one player I thought in the last three minutes of injury time when balls had to be won and struck up to try and set up Amy Barrett how many times have we eulogised about her do you know what I mean came back suffered a horrific cruciate injury in Nolan Park a number of years ago playing for the Clare Seniors she has come back she has come back a much better player 
If you, could, if you yeah. could even say that. It's just the yeah, her attitude to the game. The harder it is and the more wallops she gets, or the tougher the going, or the, you know, the more serious the, the questions asked, that's when she comes into her own. And that's the sign of a great, great camogie player. But Pat, uh, look at this Carafa Gunner team. We've spoke about it many, many a time, and they've brought many hours of great enjoyment to us. The spirit. They yeah. just don't go away, Pat. Spirit, character. You know, these girls are, are made of just look at to have to have twenty four or five girls of that mentality and skill together. But as I said, the mentality and the character they're made of, you know, the, the strength of their characters is something else. Because when the questions are asked, very often, you know, you will drop your head. And I mean, the, the head could have been dropped after the goal was scored there. And they could say, look, at, we've had a good run. We've had a great run in the Munster. But look, at how will we get back into this one? But there was no question in their minds that we're going to get back into it. We thought the loss of Ashley Corbett was could, could have been fatal for freezing. But, 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 but Lorraine. Lorraine. Uh, Lorena O'Grady I thought did great when she came in really lively looking uh, Abby Walsh was, 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 was much into that uh, Alva couldn't get going there near the end just couldn't get clean ball into her uh, so they were all under pressure but everyone just there was, there was no player today who didn't play a major part in it. and that's one thing you could say every single player that played today uh, including two or three uh, I suppose maybe the panel maybe 18 of the panel played it in today at some stage that 17 anyway yeah um, you could also say they contributed this win, and it's a momentous win for Scarif I suppose the greatest win ever in the sense that Jim is maybe calling and says he got somebody. I, we, we go down out to sideline. He's, uh, Jim, no, he's testing the mic, he's waving up. He is, uh, his sound technician um, is here, Marguerite. He's in control of, of, of sound here at this moment in time. But turn yeah. it on. We turn on Jim's sound here. Yeah, and we know we've we Jim. Jim is on the mic, so there's a technical issue. We have a te technical issue. As Jim, Jim, Jim can't be in two places. But Jim, Jim, there, Jim is going to have to jump the fence again. But look at look at you can see the scene to the light. That the flags are waving. The blue flags of Scarif, light blue it, yeah? and dark okay. blue of of Scarif out there, and the crowd have descended here. And look at in fairness to the, the Drummond Inn supporters, they are consoling their own players also. But pet. Heartbreak for Ema McGrath. A tremendous. Now, look at Ema was involved in well, one or two. To, yeah. She was looking enough here in the Good line. Look, maybe, yeah. You know, looking enough to be on the field to play, but to get a chance, but pressure, you know, and so the first free that she went up and she didn't, she didn't, she just. She, she, she rushed it. She was under pressure. She probably did. I look at and I suppose with, with the time so tight, I know she could have taken the Archie late because he wasn't going to be late before he was taken, but I suppose it just got to her head. But look, Leo, any free taker, as it, if the pick-up isn't right, and when she picked up, it was a bit too close to her body, so she kind of pulled it away from as she was... She was following it. She was following it. Kind of leaning to follow it somewhere, yeah. And uh, I couldn't believe it, though. But, you know... It was naturally the Scarif low crowd would explode no one that had the game won and they did and there was a little bit of booing before it, but I think the booing was, wasn't, wasn't what put her off and at gave, all and he gave, a bit, no, he gave, one, he gave two, an extra one, play two. afterwards yeah. to, to, to get it which they didn't you know but I congratulate Dave Sullivan the man from you know well, the man who wore a Tipperary hat last Sunday I think there was a bit of tongue in cheek in that I think he knew what he was doing he was trying to rise the, rise the, the, the players but you know these players asserted Pat was it they're into their second year, so the first week of January in Zoom uh, last year, you know, and here now, and now they march into an All Ireland club uh, semi final where they will be taking on the Linster champions, you know, and look at they have a break of a week or two, they, you know, to, there's a lot of a lot of injuries out there. Moraid. Moraid is the player of the match. Ma Moraid Scanlon is being given as player of the match, and look at you couldn't argue I with can't that argue with that, that either. 
her goal, her goal, and a goal in the point. She got a goal in the point from mm. play, and whatever from play was going to be vital. Morales got But what yeah. a goal! Like she billowed the top of the net, and to be the goalkeeper of uh, Quiver Burke's ability needed to be a top class strike. Pat. Well, it was a brilliant, brilliant strike. But look at it. Before that, she had controlled the ball, uh, an impossible ball to control at top speed. She got her, her point from play. She was causing the that was the one consistent forward causing trouble all day. It's just that on a ga- on a day when scores weren't coming from from play at all it was uh, it was it was a, a question of look at if you could do it at any stage of the game and my goodness look at she was player of the match for the goal alone but she contributed lots more as well Pass, effect, that goal you know that won a monster champ that won a monster final that Pass, goal effect that I'm going to tell you now that we haven't spoke about in any of our previews we didn't want to put the hicks on Scarafogunlo they have never been beaten in a monster club championship camogie match when they won the two they won two uh, monster they won monster junior twice and they were never beaten in their Munster campaign. They've now played two Munster Senior Championship Club campaigns and they still remain undefeated in Munster Championship action. Isn't it great, Leo? I mean, that just shows, shows you know, the, the achievements, you know, we can't overstate them because, you know, you could understate them. But this is, this is an amazing achievement for a club. You know, not long, really long in, in formation when you consider all the great clubs around, around Munster to be here for the second year in... in, 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 in uh, the second time, I should say, in just you know a matter of 24 months or whatever it is, as as Munster senior champions against a really really good side in Drummond Inch. Uh, Drummond Inch must be shell shocked, you know, to have lost two tight Munster finals to Scarafogunlo. And as I said, Leo, any team going to play Scarafogunlo know one great thing about the way they have pulled this out of the fire and have done the sort many times in recent times is they will say even for three or four points ahead of these lads. Look at they're still going to come back near the end and they'll be jittery and Scarafogunlo will be on the opposite side field. Look at no matter what way it is or two minutes to go, we are capable of pulling the game out of the fair near the end because we are mentally so strong yeah. and we have the players to do it. And look at it's an outstanding day for them and we hope they'll they can celebrate tonight, Leo, because at least they can get out yeah, uh, legally so and, and, and above board and, and have a real fun tonight. And the Bayhicks are they entitled to? And I must say a particular word of praise for one player that's not there today um, is Eva Power. Eva, who has a excruciating injury and missed the campaign. You know, yeah, Eva Power. You, th- you think of players like player, that? Yeah. You know what I mean? That has been at all the trainings and all that. Just couldn't make it today. Just she's on rehab. Oh I tell gosh. you, she'll be up in the rehab, I'd say, at this stage. And I see, is it Jer Brown is the car here, look down there. He's with Maureen Scanlon. I see Jim is down there. I'm not sure who Jim has got a word with um, on this occasion. Jim is there. Jim is our roving mic, so we, Jim, hope, we Jim, open the stands to here Jim in, is our, in, Jim, in is, Jim is our Brian Carty down there. We'll see. He's I see informing I, Marguerite here beside us, so we'll, we'll hear it shortly. I see Maureen Scanlon and Amy Barrett, our giant captains, the Scarafogunlo giant captains in there, going to receive the trophy. Jubilant players. I tell you, they're probably still in shock, I'd say, Pat. Well, you know something? They probably are. The joy mixed with the absolute shock because they were looking at extra time. Once that free was given... Once that free was given, they were looking at extra time, Leo. And I mean, we were all looking at extra time here in the dark. And if it was played this minute, Leo, you couldn't play without the lights because it's gone quite dark. But I'll tell you one thing, it's plenty bright for presenting a shiny cup. There's no questions about that. It, it doesn't matter if there wasn't a, 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 a chink of light now. That cup oh. uh, will find its way into the hands of Amy and Murray by the Pet, chairperson. And that's Pet, all that counts. Pet, there might have been darkness after 8 o'clock in Scarif <laughs> up to last night for the last number of months. But I'll tell you one thing, the lights <laughs> will be light shining. Tonight. They'll be shining brightly tonight. And Josh Jones, how dark it is, Pat, out there. When you see the cameras, the Flashing. light, you know, the flash, yeah. the, the flash, and you know, they're making. Uh, well, it's 25 and, and, and on the 20, what, 22nd of January, is it? 22nd? I can't remember what it is. I see, Dave, I see Dave Sullivan is over there. Take it, taking a moment. My God, he's giving us that free stuff. Come on, Dave, the man from Lora, living in Galway, training player. What a mixture. I tell you, a, a tremendous man. And we go now over uh, to Jim. 
Um, so, uh, the player of the match um, for 2021 uh, the AIB uh, Senior Monster uh, um, match is Mairead Scanlon. Yes. Popular winner. Oh, no question of the players are. You can see how much Mesa feels. Because they know she, by her performance, and particularly by her finish there, has got them another monster medal. Brilliant performance. She's a, a, a tremendous leader, Pesh, on and off the field. Queen Broke was the best player in the field, maybe, up to uh, 60 minutes, Leah. But there was 66 minutes in this game, and over 67. the 66, 67 minutes in this game, and over that, Maria Scallon had uh, way the biggest influence. I'd like to thank uh, Mallow GA Complex for the use of the facilities today. Uh, I'd like to thank Dean Cowan and his officials for uh, a good game today and uh, commiserations to Drum, it's, it's a hard way to lose but there has there has to be a winner and today isn't your day but I'm sure you'll be back again, uh, you're on the road a long time now for the last two or three years and maybe a break might do you good for a while uh, <laughs> and without further ado I'll present the the cup here to giant captains for Scarafagonlo, who uh, who have a great tradition too. Because I'm going back, I'm going back a long time. I, I refereed them in a, a monster intermediate final, and I'm looking at a lot of faces that were playing that day as well. So, without further ado, I'll present it to the giant captains for uh, Scarif. Great name. Thanks very much. Indeed, we'd, we'd wait for the for the speeches from Amy um, and Maraid. Yeah, yeah for on the mic like now. Amy, Amy. I'd just <coughs> like to start with our management. Um, the lads came in their first year and they've been absolutely superb. The effort and the commitment they've put in right from the very beginning. This time last year, getting us together um, during COVID, it wasn't easy. Um, David, JP, Alan, Ronan, Sarah Skelly, they've just been phenomenal, especially over Christmas, getting us ready for this monster final. Um, they've been fantastic. Their ambition to get us where we are today, their first year winning a county final, then on to a monster final has been fantastic. Um, we cannot thank them enough, so thanks thanks to our management, David and the lads. Um, we'd like to thank the supporters for coming down. It's great to see such familiar faces, especially down all the way in Mallow. Um, the excitement that the community had, especially around the town, was in incredible coming down. And it's so nice to have the support to, um, to lift the cup to. And Amy has her say as yep. she passed over to Marriott um, to finish it off. I think, um, yeah, Amy covered everything there, um, to management and supporters. And so just lastly, I'd like to thank um, Drum and Inch. They were, uh, they're unbelievable monster champions. Um, we've lost twice over the last two years and again today, um, second time. So they're brilliant um, and it was a tough way to lose. Um, it was, no one deserved to lose that game, but um, yeah, <coughs> so three cheers for Drum and Inch. So hip hip. Hip hip. Yeah. And thanks again to supporters and management. And indeed, Pat, you know, they are even even in victory, <coughs> a word of consolation for Drummond and the cheer cheers was observed quite lowly. Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was I suppose it was kind of a strange game in a way because both teams thought they had it lost and both teams thought they had it won. 
But when the final whistle went, uh, Scarlett Fogel had it, and now they have the cup and the Olaying and the, I'm sure, Champions and everything else. They're dancing around in a huddle there. The whole squad, isn't it fantastic to see? And, uh, you know, what, what a team, what a Camogie team they are, Leo. As I said, you know, they can play it any way you want. They can play it. They can play it uh, with skill and, and grace and movement and style and class and all that. But I'll tell you what, and that's lovely to see sometimes, but also why can they dig in and win the battle and win the, and win the dirty ball and win the tough ones. And, and, and uh, here's, I think David is on his way uh, now. We it's going to take him another minute to get up here. He's shaking hands and jingles and collars. So I'd be very interested to hear to David if he's able to speak to us at all. He must have gone through every emotion in the book there, Leo, uh, in the, especially in the last four minutes. I, I, I tell you, they went through the ringer there. There's no doubt about that. But in fairness to this man, he's new, he, he came in as a new, new vice in Scarafagunla and in fairness him since he came to us he has been more than courteous and more than gracious with his time here with us far 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 Scarafagunla Absolutely, yeah. and um, he, Jim Jim is like the, the, the steward he's bringing, he's bringing him up uh, to, to have a few words and in fairness to Sullivan he has brought some energy to this crew, Pat. Well, it's self-belief, Leo, and it's professionalism and training, and they're as fit as they're fit they're going down there injured but they're bouncing up after us and getting back into it again you know, so they're getting an awful lot of things right and the players believe in it and they bought into it so um, he's coming up the hands are in the air and uh, I'm going to give him this headset now I think I think I need to give him that so we'll, we'll hand over this headset Lee, and, you, and you'll talk to him so David congratulations can you hear me David yeah can you David hear you? I tell you one thing I've, as I with, with, We've said all along, David, we've been absolutely, you know, looking forward to this stride that you come across with us after the matches. You went through the ringer there. What a tremendous uh, Munster Club final. Both teams deserve great credit. Your thoughts uh, after the match, David? Uh, to be honest, I suppose the first half we were um, we were probably the better team for a large part of it, but felt at half-time we just didn't um, we didn't put enough scores on the board to justify that. And being the really good team that Drummond and Char, I suppose, at the second half they came back into it and... You know, in fairness, they got the goal in the point and they won probably the three puckouts directly after that again. And, you know, a lesser team probably would have said that was it. But, you know, there's one thing we've always done throughout the year and always promoted is just you never give up. And there was far side of the field for the last five minutes. We just kept roaring at the girls. There's time, there's time, there's time. And we never panic. And you've seen that in the county final against Truk. And you've seen that all our games, we never panic. We always stay calm and collective. And, you know, what a goal by Scan at the end. You know, she's just, the service that girl has given down through the years to this club and where she's taken the club from to where it is now, you know, just for her to get the goal is a special, special thing for her. And, uh, you know, seven new debutants and, you know, all that. And we were written off in Clare for a large part at the very start. You know, I remember reading an article the week before we played Kikishan, but I can the started the championship and we were told we wouldn't have enough scoring power and we were down too many girls and we were too reliant on Mairead but we're reliant on nobody we're a team and you know we're, we're going to be hard beaten now Leo and, and David you know looking as you, you already mentioned the, 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 the county final against Trukland four points down gone into extra time game nearly gone pulled it up with four points you kept saying to the players you said time composure one more ball out of play and it was probably game over they fought for every ball they, you know they kept the ball in play and when it came up Lorraine Grady made a tremendous run here you know brought great energy when she came in and once it was on around the square you wanted just to break and it broke to the right player and Maurice Kendall billed in it yeah, and to be honest with you, like Lorraine made a huge impression when she came on, you know, and she was on Aoife McGrath, which is not an easy thing to come on, but, you know, all our younger girls today, I thought Abby Walsh did a fantastic job in the middle of the field, and one of their, their very good players as well, but I know when you're, when you're 20 yards out and you need a goal in the last minute, the one person you want the ball to fall to is Marais Scanlon, because the power in the shot, but in fairness, that's give great credit to their goalie as well, you know, she made two great saves from Alvin in the first half, and, you know, you could be all joyous in victory, but you have to, you know, give praise to the opposition as well, that the goalie made some fantastic saves today, and uh, we just had to stay at it and stay going, 
and uh, you know that goal at the end, the joy in the sideline, you know. But we just never give up, and it's brilliant. It's, it's brilliant for the club. You know, anyone can win at once, and you know you can probably find yourself a bit lucky, and people think that you know you this, that, and the other. But when you win it twice in three years, you cement your legacy as one, one hell of a great club, and that's what exactly what Scarif are going to lose. And, and David, you know we have to commiserate with Drummond Inch. They were tremendous champions even for the short period of time they were. But you cannot but feel sorry for Eamon McGrath at, at, at the at the end of the game to get a free, you know, to bring the game takes the time. Uh, and, yeah. and, and to go wide and to be honest I, I didn't really like the um, I didn't like the boon at, uh, when she was taking the free either to be quite honest with you you have to be fair love and more you know and I didn't think it was very fair on the girl but you know, thankfully for us, the ball went wide, but uh, I wouldn't like to see that in the game too much, too much now. To be quite honest with you, but you know, Drum has some fantastic players. Like Neve Trassi is probably one of the best players in the in Ireland, not just even in Tipperary or in Munster. You know, and Ethan McGrath, Eamon McGrath, Miriam Campion. You know, like these girls are not playing for Tipperary for no reason. Like in Tipperary, aren't making all Ireland semi-finals for no reason. So, um, you know, they're a fantastic um, set of champions, and uh, you know, they were always going to make us make it hard for us today. And uh, you know, I suppose they were well motivated after 2019 and the fact that we got one over them, and this will hurt them even more the fact that we've done it again to him in, in the space of three years but that's you know, just the joys of sport and uh, you know we were very unlucky maybe in 2019 we didn't kick on from here but uh, I tell you Leo we're going to go hell for leather now for the next three or four weeks and uh, we're going to make sure that we get this um, group of players into Crow Park and get them playing in, in a Munster club or an All-Ireland club final David you know great day for, for Claire Camogie as well you know for your county team down there this should really drive everybody on shouldn't it yeah well to be honest the, the standard in Clare in, in the club scene is outrageous um, you know I, I said it to a couple of people during the week that you know you look in Tip and Galway and a couple of other spots they all have three four five in a row champions you come down to Clare and it's a it's a different champion nearly every second year because it's all competitive like the, the, the group we had to come out of this year Kilmele Newmarket um, Aina Kilnamore and Truclan Lara before you even get to play in Ishkara down below and Cork is incredible and the, the Clare the Camogie and Clare is improving year on year and the county team was very unlucky last year against Galway and Kilkenny that they didn't take a big scalp so this will push it on even further again and we hope to when this run ends and hopefully it doesn't end until maybe March until we get to an All-Ireland final but we hope to give the county a lot of players after that then and help push it on a little bit more if we can at all um, Thanks David Before we, wait, Are you finished with David Leo? Yeah when we're, we're joined by uh, co-captain Maria Scanlon and of course the Heroine of the hour for getting that absolutely brilliant goal to win at the Grace and the final. Mairead, uh, before the ball break to you, you must have been praying, please come to me, please come. You just had that had bit, a little bit of space, it came to you, and by heavens, did you ever hit a ball as cleanly in your life? Yeah, um, I just finally got one onto my left side. And, you know, we were talking about that, yeah. One day I was kind of running out into space and I was a bit far from the goal, and I probably. I'd, Probably only made a strike or two all day, you know, I was more running with the ball and trying to win freeze, but um, yeah, when it broke through there, I saw Susan Bond in front of me, I was like, what are you doing here? And I called it, and I rose it up and just made a really clean connection, so I was delighted. Uh, yeah. Now, it lifted the stands, and then almost immediately, they made their way up the field and got a, I suppose, what we all consider kind of a fortunate free in, um, and... It was almost unbelievable that, I suppose, a player of, of uh, Emer's quality would miss that free. And as a free taker yourself over the years and a noted one, you probably do a bit feel for her despite the circumstances. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, like, I think you have to be a free taker to really understand how a free taker thinks. And even going into big games like this as a free taker, it carries its own little bit of pressure. But um, it wasn't that easy for free, you know, it was out the side and conditions were kind of darkening. And, you know, she's an excellent free taker, but no one's, no one's 100% free taker, you know. You'll get, you might get 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, but no one's perfect. Exactly, um, we'll I do be saying feel that. for her. Um, but again, she got but loads of them. They wouldn't have been a point down without her. So, 
But it's Scarif for those day. And just uh, maybe a, a general question. Up here in the stands, we're sitting here for the last maybe two, two and a half hours, and it's getting quite chilly. Are conditions cold? You know, are, is it harder to play out there? Do you feel your hands cold, or would, in fact, you're moving so much, you know, involved in the game, make you forget all about that? Um, yeah, in the last few games, to be honest, um, just personally, I've found it very hard to warm up. But um, yeah, it is. it was very cold, but today it was much nicer conditions. The field here is fantastic. Yeah. Um, they, it was an actual much warmer day as well, yeah, 8 or 9 degrees, and the pitch is class, and conditions were, I think, really suited us. You could play a bit faster hurling and more skillful hurling. And, yeah, yeah, the pitch wasn't good conditioned in fair smell of the hand of that, but, uh, you know, to, to win an Ulster final uh, uh, in these conditions on the what, 22nd of January is absolutely almost unreal. David, uh, can David hear me again? Yeah. Uh, I presume that last move where she got the goal was only practice and training. You had set her up to be in that position. I'm raising before training every night, practicing the big high ball into the square in desperation with a minute to go. But uh, I know it's just, you keep going back to it, it's just the character of the team. It's to never say die. You know, everything we say to them in training is never give up, never give in. You know, and we kept roaring, as I said to Leo there, we kept roaring from the sideline. There's time, there's time, there's time. I mean, we don't panic, we never panic. And just the composure, like Mairead and Bob and Susan, you know, here behind me, a couple more have, have been down this road before. but for some of the younger guards today to show that composure just to remain calm in the ball and just do the right things constantly is um, is crazy and uh, I know I made a speech in, in um uh, in, in the pub in McNamara's after the, the county final and some people were looking at me thinking I was mad that this was going to end in Crow Park but I tell you now we're 60 minutes away from Crow Park and I don't think there's too many laughing at us now so we're going to enjoy tonight because very rarely this comes around you know you treat everyone like it's their last one and uh, who knows will we ever be back here again and what we've done for Clare Camogie the last three years we've set new ground now for teams to follow us but uh, we'll enjoy tonight but I tell you the next four weeks are going to give it absolute hell to try and get over the line and that's the way it's going to be After the long break of no celebration. First of all, you were training, but secondly, the way the COVID thing was on, that you couldn't celebrate tonight. You'll give it. A, I hope you give it a lash. Yeah. But now you can look forward to the next phase, and that was really, really exciting for players. As ambitious as you are, you know what you've done in Munster, but there's another stage to go. How does that feel? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, it's unreal. Um, we said it all at Christmas. I've never enjoyed my pogie as much. Like it's just we're going out and we're having the crack. Like even the crack we're having a train. Um, we're so lucky. We've two cups down. I'd be viewing this now. I'm very mechanical. This is a new championship. We've two on, two cups in the bag, and let's just take this on. It's let's go one out of two. Like we take them next game, next game. We won't be thinking past the semi. But um, yeah, it's a new championship, and we're going to go all out for it. Marit, many, hard. many, many congratulations. I tell you, as we said during the commentary, you're like a good wine. You're getting better and better with age, and you know, come with the, come with, come with the hour, come with the, the hour. But we're talking. We're going to talk now to a lady who is at the very beginning of her of her uh, Camogie career at Headout level and what uh, what a, a, a start this lady has made it. Her pint will never be forgotten, the one against Stoke Clannera, a fabulous pint in the county final. Said it was in, in, in the build-up for the for the, the goal against the, you know, has recovered from serious injury to, to make her place back for the semi-final against Inish Cara and today. And for a, a young lady of 17 years of age, to be one of the leading lights of uh, Munster Championship uh, team is Abby Walsh. Abby, congratulations. Thank you very much. I mean, I don't know if I'm all that what you just said, but complete team effort and it feels surreal to have won. And when Scotland's goal went in, just an unbelievable feeling. And we're just so amazingly happy to be won. And Abby, you know, for a young player, you, nothing, nothing seems to phase you. Anything that's thrown at you, you, you just seem to come back with interest. And, you know, Obviously, you enjoyed. I know you like playing out in the middle of the field. You enjoyed more the freedom. 
But like, you, if it was someone to put a GPS in you today, it, it would have created all records because you never stopped on the go. Oh, I don't know now, but I suppose middle field, I can just go anywhere and everywhere. I like, I, I love that. Really, some people say, "Oh, you do so much running," but I love it. Like, you just roam around the place, picking up spare ball. That's why I get on so much ball. I guess I have a bit of an easier role. It's not as much pressure to me on me to score or to get back and stop a goal. So a bit more freedom than the rest of the girls, maybe. Abby, you were a supporter the last time when Scarafogunlo won, you know, and I know you, you took great inspiration from that win below and kept them all the day. Now you're a central part of the team. Looking forward to an all-line all senior club semi-final. I know, if you told me two years ago in that freezing day that I was going to be playing on the team two years later, I would have walked away, wouldn't have believed you. But I tell you, and, and you, you're part of the reason why Scarif are in an All-Ireland uh, club semi-final. And now we come to one of the players, a, re, a player, you know, who for got in, in, was playing against Innes Cara, didn't finish the game against Innes Cara. A lot of worried people in East Clare uh, for the last number of weeks. And to see that picture going up on the phone of Susan Vaughan giving the thumbs up the other night coming out after the, a disciplinary meeting, you know, for a rather innocuous tackle made down in Cork and to get the green light. And Susan, many, many congratulations. I said it to Maria Scanlon that she's getting better with age, but it's, it's definitely the same can be said for you. You're playing the best camogie of your career, and many congratulations on your second Munster Championship medal. Thank you very much, Leah. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> when you're older, you don't get as much opportunities as the young ones have, so you kind of have to make the most of them. And uh, today was like like the county final. You know, you, you kind of have to drive on to try and get that win because you know it could be your last one. So. Um, yeah, so I think me and Ray probably have that same sentiment that we're older, the older legs. And like this shout out to the people that were here in 2019, like Marion, Roisin, um, players like that, you know. Aoife Power. Aoife Power, exactly. Hopefully Aoife might return before the end of the year. But uh, exactly, like it's it, older people like that, that means a lot to us, you know. Uh, Susan, when that goal went in for Drummond Inch, honestly, did you think it was time left to pull it out of the bag? Oh, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, I asked the referee how much is left. He said four and I said five. And <laughs> that was kind of, I was like, we could take five minutes. So, when <laughs> But when we scored the goal, I wanted it straight over. I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, but no, there's great belief in this team. Like you see, I saw it in the county final. There's a never say die attitude. I think it comes from the management just to, you know, don't give up. So like, this is what we're here to do. We're here to, to play and to just do our best and to try and eke out a win. And if you give up, you might as well not be here. So um, yeah, no, we're delighted to get the win in the end. And I feel so sorry for that girl from Drummond Inch. It's oh, never yeah. easy. It takes serious character to stand up and take that free. Like, lucky for us, it went the right side of the post from our point of view. But it's never easy. And I just want to say, like, they're a fantastic team. They were champions um, only a few weeks ago. And, like, they pushed us so, so hard. And, like, I just want to say well done to them. And hopefully we meet them again another time. Yeah, there's no doubt that there's, there's many, many more days. You're looking forward to... Look at an All-Ireland semi-final against the Leinster champions, Ulotabella or uh, of Wexford, who are the reigning All-Ireland club champions, or Dixborough of Kilkenny. It's, look at it, it's dream stuff, really. Yeah, actually, there's a lot in Ireland. They're probably the same age group as us. Um, but, like, they're a fantastic team. And so did our Dixborough. They're coming through. And, like, we just have to just do our game. It's all about basics. Do the basics really, really well and repeat them over and over again. That's kind of the mantra that we have. We're not flashy. We're just work rate and do the basics extremely well. And that that's our team. Like That's our etiquette. And um, we don't mind who we play against. You know, We just have to focus on ourselves. Yeah, and, and Susan, looking at yourselves, there's one thing that you know comes quite clear off the group. The camaraderie and the team spirit is second to none. And, you know, you've come out of many a battle and that team spirit is vital 
in tight occasions, um, as was proved once again today. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, should they keep us young, me and Marae? They're just <laughs> all a ball of energy. Um, I'm just fantastic for the younger girls as well who probably didn't ex experience it in 2019. Like, it's never easy to play your Munster final. You know, there's nerves there, but they all contributed so much, and that's all that matters. Once you contribute and do your part, and exactly, the girls are just... Amazing, we'll have a great night tonight. There's no doubt no, 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 about restrictions over. A, a great day for East Clare with St. Joseph's Michal Martin must have known. Yeah, I, I think you know, someone must have had a word with him anyway. But uh, Susan Vaughan, many, many congratulations on your second Monster Championship. Thank you so much. A marvellous performance. And we look forward to seeing you in the All-Ireland Senior Club semi-final. Thank Ramina you very much, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Pat, finally, as we take our leave here from Mellow GA Club, you know, Scarlet for Gunlow with their second Monster Championship uh, Club uh, Championship title. You know, it, it's... Um, they had to, as we said, they were the longest reign in Munster Club champions due to the COVID. And from an inch, probably the shortest. But they're back. They're back. The cup is <coughs> back in, going back to Scarafogon Logan tonight. And I suppose, look, at, at the end of the day, maybe just about shaded it. Well, look at Leo, in a game that's so, so close. I mean, you can't say any team deserved it, but you can't say any team didn't deserve it. And I think Scarif are going low by, by virtue of the fact that they were ahead at the final whistle, they deserved it. They deserved it for not dying after conceding a goal in the last, you know, five minutes of the game, or four, maybe six minutes of the game. I'm not sure what was left when that goal was scored. Uh, that would have sunk a lot of teams. But look, to hear Moraid, Moraid, Abby and Susan there, you know, it's easy enough to see when you hear them talking uh, where, where all this spirit comes from. They're very, they're, their heads are, are screwed on. They're very, very mature. They're very, very uh, tuned into what they're doing. And I suppose there's a modesty and humility there as well, which, which, which they makes them realise that it's all about hard work and dedication and give it everything for the club. And that, you know, if you keep trying hard enough, you'll get there. And that's exactly what they've done. Now, their ability is there as well. But uh, maybe we'll talk about their ability and, and maybe the analysis of the game another time. But for today, it's just about that will to win and I suppose that mental strength that they have that mental toughness and that belief in themselves and that never never panic and they have the cup going home and Munster Cup again and those little groups taking pictures with the cup again families together it's a fantastic day for Scarafogun Law and a fantastic day for East Clare in general with, with, with uh, Tullas winning the Hearty Cup semi-final there lining out in a massive match again the Hearty Cup final is a huge thing so it's been a marvellous day for, for us down here from East Clare for Scarlet Bay Radio to be uh, seeing seeing those scenes in in in, in, in today. Mello has certainly been a happy happy place today, Leo. For all of us who love hurling and camogie in East Clare. Indeed, and Pat, we thank you very very much for that. And as we take our leave from Mello, Mello GA Club, <laughs> we thank first of all Mello GA Club for the hospitality and courtesy shown to us here in Mello uh, here as always. They're they're very very good to us. We thank you all of you for tuning in here, and hopefully we enjoyed our broadcast here live from Mello. Uh, wherever you were tuned in, all over, all over the globe. We thank our sponsor, Dead Credit Union, and our outside broadcast, our outside broadcast sponsor, Michael on Construction. Thanks to Jim and Marguerite on production duties here from Mello. It's uh, Collins uh, Telecommunications uh, Company. But uh, thanks once again to Pat. And look at from all in Mello. On the marvellous occasion for Scarafogun Hurling Club, our Camogie Club, their second Munster Championship victory on a scoreline <coughs> of Scarafogun, one goal in eight, Drummond Inch, one goal in seven. From all in G Meadow GA Club, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn. <laughs>